one. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. We are officially episode 30 of 301 Outlet Podcast. What a journey. What a movement. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what to say. The support has been overwhelming. People have been tuning in. People are sharing. A shout out to the Noli gang. You know who you are. Notification gang. Y'all stand up. Y'all be proud. We appreciate y'all. Family, friends. Talk about, man, y'all killing the game. Y'all keep pushing it. And later on, but I'm pretty sure once this episode will be released, I will end up also releasing a video collage of many people that has been on the pod, talking about the pod, giving great words, beautiful words, and even some some videos from the, each of us. So that's going to be great. I'm going to love putting that together. But yeah, man, we've reached it, fellas. How y'all feeling? The now, end of one, pretty good. One day when, when we get that this message, this meeting is being recorded notification, one of these days, I'm going to accidentally click leave meeting. <laughs> you funny as hell, bro. Honestly, <laughs> oh, that'd be funny, bro. Man, man, man. We got to start off with the fresh beauty, man. Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. 2021 man, congratulations. champions. Congratulations to the city. Congratulations to the team. Congratulations to Giannis. Dropping a 50-piece. 50 14 and mm-hmm. five MVP, finals MVP. Finals MVP. Man. He said, listen, He's- I'm closing out and I'm being dominant. No one's going to stop me and we're not losing tonight. So many people that put up those kind of numbers in the finals. It's just the fact that this man already has a Hall of Fame resume and he's only 26. 27, dog. He's our age, and he's already a first ballot Hall of Fame. Oh, for sure. Like, that is that is crazy to think about. He has a long way to go, for sure. And this is just the beginning. I'm, I'm kind of scared to think what is next, man. Like, and the Bucks, like I said, the Bucks is a team where that team's going to stay together for the most part. So we might see them come back again. But let's see how Brooklyn is healthy. Let's see how the East goes. Let's see how – the West goes. It's, it's just crazy, right. man. I mean, he's either, either with all that. You got, you got Brooklyn. You got Philly, man. The East is actually stacked. You know, you got a Boston team who's in question, but who's getting better. Right. So the Bucks, they got some opposition in the East. He, with either Philly, with, all that, either with all that, man, everybody said that Giannis could not win in Milwaukee. And he they did said it. He was, crazy, they bro. said he was wasting his career in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? The first year after signing that mega deal, goes out and, and wins the final, wins the finals, and gets finals MVP. Well, do you want to know who who should really feel good about this Giannis about Giannis winning the uh, championship? Damian Lillard and Bradley Beal and Devin Booker too. And, Devin Booker yeah. too. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah. Phoenix Suns. Book. Yeah, Phoenix Suns. Y'all have nothing to be ashamed of. Of course. We were the laughing stock of the league for basically no one ever 2010. Except See one what game. happens when you beat LeBron? <laughs> just got no one it. ever thought the Suns were going to be this far. Right. So honestly, like, that's we, why I was looking at an overreaction with Chris Paul's legacy because, let's be real, no one ever thought the Suns were even going to make it to the finals this year. So for, like, the Suns to make it this far through all the circumstances – they really have nothing to be ashamed about. And it's not over for CP3. As long as he stays in good condition, he can get another shot. 
Next year, I mean, of course, this year, this was like his best opportunity. Like, it was wide open for him. And the Suns blew four straight games, so they deserved to lose in that finals. Like, up 2-0, blew four straight games. But it's not over because, let's be real, he signed like a a multi-year deal for a reason. And no one ever thought the Suns were going to be in the finals anyway this year. So, we're we're going to see how it goes from here if CP3 stays in good health. The Suns were probably the most the most disrespected two seed of all time because it's like when's ja, the last because ja. when's the last time you ever heard of a two seed being an underdog against the seven seed in the first round? Well, when the seven seed has the best player on the planet and Anthony, yeah, Davis, it is LeBron. Yeah, you, you know Anthony Davis is a healthy. Well, however, 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 there was a reason why we were a seven seed. That's was the reason why. Yeah, y'all had like, but, like but I, I mean, I mean, needless to say, I could be petty and and talk shit, but at the end of the day, be like the Twitter Suns, 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 Suns fans have nothing to hang their heads down for. Um, however, however, however. They will not be back next 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 year. I'm sorry. Oh, I think they might. Right, the they the will Suns not be sure. Is scary. Do you know who's the coming? Is healthy? The, su- the Suns mm-hmm. team is scary, dog. Devin, Devin Booker. They will not be back next year. Devin Booker. Not even that. in his prime yet. He's coming into his prime. The he Lakers are not Lakers. in his prime either. The Lakers will be healthy. The Warriors will be will be will healthy. be back. Jamal yeah, Murray is coming back. Utah is only getting better. Yeah, bro, the West is stacked, man. The, the the West is the West is going to be stacked, and even if they do make the finals, even if they do, Philly's going to get better. Oh. You still you still got Milwaukee. Boston might get better, honestly. Boston's getting Boston will only get better. It can't get any worse. And Brooklyn. Yeah, that Brooklyn has a, Brooklyn has a chance to get healthy, get in shape. That's and that's and that's time. and that and and. And I think this is, uh, I was talking to my dad about this earlier. This is the Suns' best year to win it. Probably their only shot to win it for maybe the next few years. Because as you said, Book is just entering his, is just entering his, his prime. DeAndre Aiden hasn't even hit his prime yet. So the future for Phoenix is bright. However, next year they will not be back. And I will CP3 stand not on getting that. Any younger. Because yeah, I, I think like like let's like let's not be a like let's not be a prisoner of the moment and let's not forget how dangerous Steph Clay and Draymond can be. Let's not forget. I mean, yeah, but also Unhealthy. We was just talking about the East, and how exactly did none of y'all mention the team that just won the finals? That's number one. And number two, I just want to point this out. The Eastern Conference has now won two of the last three finals. Mm-hmm. That's that true. Is true. That's true. The Raptors and the Bucks. Yep. Two teams that we don't – you know, that's why the, how unpredictable the East is and how wide open the East is because the last two um, Eastern Conference teams that win the finals, no one ever thought they would be in there, so – well, it also, the East, and that's why I love the East. Man. Well, well, it also shows how crucial injuries can be, and 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 I don't want pe- and and the one thing I don't want people to 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 say because they were going to say it 
regardless of who won these finals, is it was gonna be like, oh well, Kawhi was was um hurt. Oh no, Jamal Same Murray. Clippers oh, fans talking about AD, that. LeBron, the Lakers were were blah 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 blah. And then on the Bucks side, oh well, KD and and Kyrie and James Harden and Trey Young. Who cares, bro? Injuries are part oh, like, of the, that's game. the past. Yeah, bro. Like move on. That's the now. Past. Now, granted, granted, we we all know, we all know, the Suns would not be here if the Lakers or Clippers were fully were fully healthy. And that's what I was well, I mean, say. if the Lakers yeah. were healthy, they would not have been playing the Suns in the first exactly. place. Exactly. And, and, exactly. And our, yeah, but, even with the Clippers and, too, bro. Like, and, why was healthy? I don't know, man. The and the, never got past it. And the Bucks were getting swept with a with a uh, with a healthy Nets team. So, I I don't like I, I granted like like that's like that's all true. And if you want to go back to to um 2019, if Kevin Durant didn't get hurt. The Warriors were were three peating. So, I mean, if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Like, we can write a whole book about what ifs, you know. So, so let's give credit where credit is due. I am also happy for for um Giannis. I picked the Suns to win in six. Man. I did. However, I found myself rooting for Mo for Milwaukee. I really did. I was rooting for either side. I was actually happy with this year's finals because you know yeah. either team deserved I it. I was honestly. the textbook definition of impartial. both humble teams. Yeah, and, and let me exactly. tell you from an unbiased. Let me tell you from I an unbiased. It. Like, let me tell you from an unbiased party. This was one of the best finals that we have seen in the last ten years. With two like low market teams, like, and that's so and, good and for and the that's NBA. The thing. Two, two small market teams, and Absolutely. all the analysts and a whole bunch of fans thought this was going to be four to seven games of bad basketball and a forgettable series. But like, celebrities came out. The whole city of Milwaukee was out there. The Deer Park turned the, into the whole. The, sun, the Deer like, Park is the whole city of Milwaukee the, now. Like shoot. the Suns came out with a two nothing oh. lead, and everybody could have swore. The Larry O'Brien trophy was headed to Phoenix. Yeah, but what does Giannis do? Want to get that run? Yeah. He turns up the next. Mm-hmm. Actually, he he was already turned up. But, yeah. the, but Chris Middleton, like I better, I'm proud of Chris Middleton. Better. Chris Middleton turned proud up. Man. Drew Holiday turned up on defense. PJ Tucker turned up. I had to clarify on defense because then. Otherwise, a lot of people would go to basketball reference and throw his his damn box scores at me like I don't see it. But on yeah, defense, exactly. PJ Tucker turned up, and That's they won all four. Yep. And and it's just like I've been saying this whole playoff run. The Milwaukee Bucks have gotten their ass whooped in this playoffs more than anybody else. And they bounce back. But and they bounce like. back every single like a Rocky Balboa story. Huh? And and that's why I wasn't concerned about this Bucks team when they when they were down two nothing because they got run out the gym a couple times by the Nets. They ain't they ain't fold after that. That like Giannis w- left out of the Eastern Conference Final with a knee injury. They ain't fold after that. So why would they fold after down two nothing? And let's, and let's talk about that knee injury because when we saw it, I know we all thought. Torn ACL because whenever you see a knee buckle like mm-hmm. like that, you think torn ACL. I Andy thought Giannis' season yeah. was done, and then he does nothing but just come back 
averages 30 in the finals. His last three games was what, 40, 41, and 50. 50, yeah. 40 piece, so, 40 piece, and a 50 piece. Like, nothing. He deserves this finals MV, MV, MVP. He wanted it more. And I mean, big. I mean, big props to CP3, man. He played. He played hard. His heart out, man. He played. He, play he played his heart out, but 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 again, like it's other stars gonna step up. DeAndre I mean, Ayton yeah, just went the, cold. The just like, what happened to it's not. It's not even question. that he was cold, but this is what this is what I have been saying. Look at uh, and I and I go back to 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 um that Lakers series. And this isn't me being a Lakers fan and me trying to be salty. No, I'm I'm saying I'm using this as a reference. Look at how we handled Phoenix when Anthony Davis was the most was was the aggressor against DeAndre Ayton. Because if DeAndre Ayton is the aggressor, CP3 can get him the ball and their offense runs more smoothly. But if DeAndre Ayton is getting bitched, there's nothing you can do. He did get fouled out. Yup, he I mean, did get fouled out did. that game. I don't think he yeah, that fouled was out, a big thing. Like, one thing a lot of people forget to mention when it comes to this final series is a key factor here was experience. Because I'm gonna run down the sun, like the Suns roster for the, like they're starting five. It was the first playoff. This was the first playoff appearance for three of them: Miles Bridges, DeAndre Aiden, Devin McCall Booker, Bridges. McCall Bridges, Sorry, yeah, McCall but... Bridges. He first, also went like, cold too. It was his first play. It was the first time in the playoffs. DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker, first time in the playoffs for both of them. For Milwaukee, I don't believe no. There was nobody on the Bucks who was in the playoffs for the first time. Drew so, Holiday. Like, they, had all, the they all knew what to do, and they all knew just how about. to handle. And they all or knew how to handle about. adversity better than Phoenix did. So that's or like that Lopez. was they that wasn't the single defining factor, but it was a big reason why the Bucks won. And Brooke Lopez stepped up two in the paint, like when DeAndre Ayton went cold. Brooke Lopez—that's Brooklyn Nets all-time leading scorer, Brooke Lopez to you, sir. Bro, Brooke Lopez, like, all, <laughs> like I say, hey, look, with the WWE reference, you know, sample would get this would be like, uh, Michael Cole would be like Vince's Brooke Lopez, bro. That's what he looked like, Vince's Brooke Lopez, like in that game when he uh, had that oop done to him. I'm like, oh yeah, bro, Brooke Lopez, yeah, the Bucks—they're not gonna stop. Their whole team is just looking solid. True Holiday stepping up. Chris Middleton's finally playing up to his worth. Man, it was it was just fun to see this Bucks team. Probably Man. the best Bucks team we're going to see. Probably the, it's probably going to be the best Bucks team we see in our franchise for a while. Besides when they first won the championship back in uh, 71, 72. It's probably the best all-time Bucks team, honestly, with this roster. Man, happy to see Evan, it. Evan, every time you tell me about how Brooke Lopez is the all-time leading scorer in Nets history, I always seem surprised. But I've heard it's this a Nets. thousand times, and I'm still surprised by <laughs> you it. You got to remember who the Nets, the Nets were before bro. KD, before KD and Kyrie, Jason Kidd, basically. And you know what? Well, and that's is, and that's <laughs> and that's a sad thing. And that's a sad thing about it. People are only going to look at the 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 um, Nets as if they were nothing before KD and Kyrie. Like they were. Oh, actually no, no, like, they, they, they had stars before that. They was in oh, the no, 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 like, no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, that's how people are going to look at it. Because right. they went to back-to-back finals back in 02 and 03. I mean, granted, they, they lost both finals. They lost, yeah, but still, they were no, good. But, but, the, but, the, but the thing is, let's not act like 
let's not act like Jay-Z didn't put the Nets back on the map back in, uh, what was it, like 2012, 2013. 20, uh, yeah, because that's when they got that new arena. Marketing. That's when they got new Yeah, that's when they got the, the problem with the Brooklyn Nets history is the fact that, you know, you already know a lot of people on Twitter, they're around our age. For a lot of our childhood growing up, they were not a good team. They were yeah. trash. Like, because yeah. basically what happened was after those two finals, you know, they were a solid team. They got Vince Carter. They were still a solid team, but once 07, 08 hit, for they him basically and Richard Jefferson, that's about it. Yeah, Richard Jefferson, of course. But after like 07, 08, that's when they leave with just traded everybody and they were a bottom feeder until they moved to Brooklyn. Well, yeah, was Jason were, Kate on the Nets? Like, like, they literally, like, bro, there was yeah. dudes like Devin Harris over here dropping 20 points and winning 15 games a season. Like it was, bro, you just bought back memories of Devin Harris, bro. I remember him, <laughs> Devin Harris, and Darren Williams. I remember both of them were basically like the top, biggest in them top five point guards in the NBA at one point. Yeah, Devin man. Harris, Darren Williams. This man made an all star team. Different times in the NBA. He made an all star team that year, too. He, he was like, Devin Harris was a dog, bro. Like, he was yeah, a bucket, bro. Hey, Mark, Mark, to answer your huh? question, Jason Kidd was with the Nets from 2001 to 2007. See, so I he was wasn't right. that final. Was yeah, right because 07, so, yeah, they, that's uh, when they ended up trading that's him. Basically, not wasn't mistaken, that, yeah. mm-hmm. he was traded to the Mavericks. Yeah, he, he was, was a star. Yeah, because Dallas. he was on the Mavericks for that championship. He was on the Mavericks for that championship team, and then right after that, that's when he went to New York, and that's where he retired. So, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was surprised I remember that <laughs> because so the Nets I, were definitely yeah something before right. you know. Because remember that that yeah. 2013 Knicks team, bro. That's one of my favorite teams of all time, bro. They had Melo, Stad. They had um J.R. Smith. They had Shumpert, bro. They had Member Pablo Prigio. Wasn't, only uh, for, like, wasn't Jeremy Lynch Steve Novak. <laughs> they had what's Sasha Vujicic. But they had they had old man, old man. Uh, freaking what's this man's name? But Rashid. They had, they had like all man, the names, bro. Sheed, bro. Like they had all like this the the names like the faces. Bro, that they had a whole bunch of old players and and they were all buckets. That's the name was crazy, man. I'm I'm kind of upset that you know they they didn't get to go to the Eastern Conference Finals to face Miami, but you know it is what it is. It wasn't meant to be, but yeah. Right. So the Nets they have a very funny history where. You know, they, we entered the 2000s, and they're basically at the top of the East for so many years. And being competitive, mm-hmm. too, you know, there was that 2001 when, I'm not mistaken, they lost to Allen Iverson in Game 7. Yes, 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 yes. See, my basketball history is coming back to my head. But, and that's the year the Sixers went to the finals. Yeah, that's yeah. the year the Sixers went to the finals and took that game from L.A. But, yeah, uh, they, they blasted to the 2000s being a good team, and they're consistent up to basically around 2010. And that's when they kind of fall off the face of the map. And then we all know what happened in 2013. That KG Paul Pierce trade. Crazy trade. Uh, <laughs> and so from like basically majority of the 2010s up to literally 2018, they were trash. And then they get D'Lo in that trade for Brooke Lopez. That's an underrated trade that nobody talked about. That trade is literally what gave the Nets their life back. And D'Lo was a bucket in uh, Brooklyn. D'Lo was a bucket in Brooklyn. He got traded just at a crazy time. It's like, dang, get this man a chance to develop to be a star. But there was a, the, the re, there was there was there, there was no way that he was going to stay on that Lakers team after that thing. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. Was Rocky P. He, he was going to get traded. He, yeah. he, he, going 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 to Brooklyn was the best thing that happened to him because yeah, he, he could just. Granted, he was in a big market, but he wasn't on the Knicks. Right, yeah, yeah. So, so, so he could so he could ride under you know under the curtails and nobody and had any expectations for the Brooklyn exactly. I'm not about to hold you, but that's really 19 season. They were the latest team, bro. Their bench reactions was hilarious, bro. They had a lot of people, they had, uh, Jared, they had like a good roster, like a bro. That's roster. bro, that's where that jig came, where that jig uh came had uh came from. 
Ted Jerry Dudley, but that's when Embiid and Jerry Dudley got into it, bro. That's too funny. I love the Sixers in that series, bro. They really like that. That was a good team. They were a good team, and then they used that. They traded D'Lo. You know, that's when they do the signing trade for Kevin Durant and Kyrie comes Mm -hmm. up there, and now they have James Harden. And I think people are truly going to forget that Brooklyn becoming what they are was a maturation process. Yeah. Really was like, bro. They just trying to contend they now. Mortgage the whole future away, and they literally were getting picks from in the dirt. Like they were literally like getting first round picks just out of nowhere, and getting studs too. Like they were drafting like in like the, the late first round, like the late twenties, and getting studs too. And then they took our pick too because we got Boji. I'll never forget that. That's how they got Jared Allen. Jared Allen should be in DC, but no, we traded our pick. That became man. It would have been big if he was in DC. So. <laughs> Like we we would have not been struggling for a center the past few years. We would have had it, but um, yeah, this what it is, you know, ain't no tripping on that. But yeah, it's like thinking of the whole Bucks, and it's not even the maturation of the team, just the maturation of Giannis in general. Giannis was not the first pick. He was not even a lottery pick. He was drafted right outside the lottery. Nobody had expectations for this guy. They thought this guy was going to be <clears throat> a project that was just going to be a slasher, you know, an energizer forward off the bench, and he literally. Builds his game, builds his body, builds himself up to be a superstar. Like that is like something that is just awesome. Like you don't yeah, hear he stories like that. Coming in. Like he but literally like he nobody thought Giannis was gonna be anywhere near as good as he's become. A two-time MVP, a defensive player of the year, most Finals player, MVP. multiple time all-star, like what five-time all-star? Like, come on now. Two-time this man let was the leader of the team. Like, bro, come on now. So it's just like that story is just great. Like anytime in sports you have a story of where a guy literally builds him up from nothing and becomes a superstar and a champion. That's such a young age, great. too. Like That's 26, the scary part. Right? Like he's only 26. He has a good 10 to 12 years ago. By good, like never probably 12 years left like, in his career. I think <laughs> I called this a long time ago, even way before we made the pod, when I started noticing Giannis. Said, I'm like, Giannis is going to end up being the best player in the league. Slam dunk competition winner. Well, no, no, he wasn't a slam dunk. He didn't win it, but hey, he definitely. But that's when he really like got on the map with that slam right. dunk. And I yeah, think dunk dunks. contest. Yeah, he was in the dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, I remember in 2014. Early. This is like yeah, this is like what 2014. Like, yeah, like, y'all gonna know me, and you know what he said? No way, y'all gonna get to know me this year. And guess what? We got to know him because that's when Giannis got popular from dunking. You know, that's when he became dominant. Like those dunks he was doing, and yup, and I'm happy for Giannis because basically Giannis is like the story where he basically manifested. You know. You go to show mm-hmm. you can do anything, like no matter who doubts you, you can like do anything you put your mind to, you manifest it, you know your skill, you know the work you put in, and you know you can like outrise the competition if you just put the dedication into what it need out you beat out all the competition. When the competition wasn't uh when a big talent wasn't uh working hard enough and when they're you know at a low point and he just capitalized on it. That's what happened for Giannis, man. And the great thing yeah, about Giannis, too, the thing that's beautiful, he's gonna be the head of the league that this new generation is going to be very, very competitive. Look what Trey Young did this year. Yep, Trey Young, man. Look what Trey Young did. This man took the whole Atlanta Hawks and took them to the Eastern College Finals where nobody expected that to happen. Matter of fact, Luke, look Luke what he did too, because Clippers. this man almost you, yeah. single-handedly beat the Clippers. Yeah, this man was dropping th- th- almost 40-point triple-doubles every game. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Luke was like... like- Crazy, man. Like, like, like they need. I, I like I said, I like Pusingas, but I think it's time to trade him here. I think it's time to trade him, y'all. 
I think this experiment. He ain't got no place left in Dallas. I, yeah, I, I don't you know what's up with is. Ever since that injury, it's like he just hasn't been the same. I don't know. It's just not working out for him. He still has it, but it's just like what team can he fit on? Uh, it's just weird with him. Yeah, just to find a system he can fit on. Going going back to Giannis and his art and his uh accolades. Um I'm taking this from another thing I was listening to, and it's so true. We always talk about what Giannis can't do. We always talk about how Giannis can't shoot. Giannis can't dribble. Giannis can't do this. Giannis can't do that. This man is a two-time MVP, an Mm all-star, a defensive player of, of the year, an NBA champion, and a finals MVP all before he turns 30. All of, all of that. Yet he can't do any of these things, but he has all of these accolades. Like this is the team. Like this is like I just think like it also goes to show like in order to be dominant, we haven't seen dominance like this in the paint since Shaq. I was yeah. about to that's, say yeah, that's, even, that's even dominance. Shaq, so that's, num- that's number that's that's number one. And number two, it shows you don't have to sit here and do three cross do a do a three crossover double step back tween 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 behind the back combo. Harden take notes, Carl Carl and Harden take notes just to win the MVP. You know, you it's so funny you don't you have say to that, do you know, that because I was thinking about what Joe James Harden comments. <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 let me get to that because I was thinking about those it's James the, Harden comments, bro. Because like, step he actually back, like three sixty degree yeah. jelly, no hezzy. Bro, <laughs> behind, behind the back fadeaway. He nah, Giannis can't like, do that. No, because like so Giannis, he has no bag. Those comments just pissed off Giannis because like going back to those Harden comments, I'm like, bro, look at what Giannis is doing in the NBA Finals. I'm like, yeah, those James Harden comments talking about he's a seven foot tall dude, you know, with no skill. Oh yeah, it can be easy for him. I don't know, Harden, based on that performance. Yeah, uh, sure, it looks like it has a lot of skill to me and everything. And we people were clowning Giannis talking about how he can't shoot. I like how you mentioned that, Daria. Because he went 17 of 19 from the free throw line, basically shot 90% from the free throw line, bro. He shut all of that noise up, focus and everything. And look, look at the numbers he put it, up. It, 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 it contributed goes, him to winning, bro. It goes to show that one free throws are mental. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, it, man. Gian, and Giannis Ben Simmons is to take and, notes on and, that. Man. And Giannis <laughs> scored. Giannis is basically a a six foot eight Russell Westbrook, in which pretty much he all of hmm. all of his buckets, like he scores trash buckets, like I like hockey season. guys will talk it's about how Sidney Crosby season. scores trash goals, where where basically like like all of Crosby's goals are 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 hustle are like hustle goals, mm-hmm. all of Giannis's points are hustle points, second mm-hmm. chance points. He's just Athletic, putting man. his shoulder down and just bulldozing to him the rim, because who's going to stop him? Nobody. That's kind of like how Westbrook is. Yeah, we're quick is basically with Westbrook. Yeah, He's so like, quick like, and fast. Like, 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 that's all Westbrook that. does. That putback stuff, yeah, man. It, it's just amazing to see this, and it just goes to show that Milwaukee was just the one in the morning. They were just the better team overall. That's that's my summary at this finals, honestly, in this series. They, the Milwaukee just won in it more simply. 
and they showed that yeah, in game six in an elimination game. Oh no, all I gotta say, shout out to Bobby Portis. That man was killing me that game. He was having fun. He goes, so you can Wizards have fun. Legend bro. Bobby bro. Portis. Bobby Portis was killing me, bro. Like, Chicago Bulls legend no. Bobby, Bobby Portis. <laughs> this man oh, just does not know. His definition does not care, bro. To be carefree like Bobby Portis, bro. <laughs> he just does not care. And you know what? And hearing that post-game speech. I'm talking about how he's just like going through it based on the pandemic and everything, like everybody else. This is like, yeah, man, he's also human too. And look at him now, bro. He's an NBA final champion. So hearing his story, you know, and the adversity he faced, I'm happy for him. But, you know, bro, when he did that run down in the court, I'm like, this man, he just does not care. <laughs> when he ran down uh, the court, uh, I'm just like, he, bro. He, he, this better man. Think, he, I was about, uh, he better, he better have thanked his lucky stars that the, um, the, uh, they didn't come back. Cause he basically, uh-huh. Cause he basically gave them free points in a in a in a in a, in a free possession. Now go show Bardo line. Cause honestly, that wasn't a foul at all. Go show the basketball gods, bro. They came it, through. That it, was not a foul. It Ball wasn't live. It so, wasn't. Yeah. But you, but but you can't. You can't run down the court. You can't. You can't do that. Yeah, bro. This you man just did not. That was. I was dying when he did that. I'm like, bro. What is this man doing? <laughs> oh, like no. Bro, I, I like 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 like. Bro. I wasn't like. I, I wasn't mad at him because it's like, bro, you called a foul on that. This is yeah, like, oh, it's just like on. what? But it's but yeah. it's like at the same time, you gotta understand, like, you will get attacked for showing out, like, for showing out, yeah, like like that, like excessive being excessive with it. Yeah, you're gonna get teed up. If it just ran to the half court line, that would have been different. But honestly, those refs, they were warning, they were calling everything that final game. This was like the most foul calls. Like the most rough, you know. Scott Foster was in closing mode. You you know the bro. feel for him and Chris Paul, <laughs> bro. It was too funny when Bobby Porter stopped Chris Paul from going to Scott Foster. That was funny. I'm like, bro, this man does not care. I'm just like, he really got to Chris Paul mentally. I noticed with Chris Paul, bro, he, he, it's not that hard to get to this head, bro. You see it in his face expression. <laughs> this man was just getting to Chris Paul mentally. Yeah, him and uh PJ Tucker. That that is just like I think a mental thing with CP3 and just like the Suns, man. The Bucks is one of them more. They played all the factors. The strategy worked. So that's the summary of it. I, sure. I, I, I see it. I see it. Like, you had one. You had one dude just playing dominant. Like, like, one, like, like one team had Giannis and another team didn't. That's basically how I see it. One team had like the point guard with no help around him, basically, like nobody else stepping oh, up. Oh, I wouldn't like, say basically that. the perfect. Oh, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't say, that. say nobody. I wouldn't say that. nobody. Mm, that's a hard That wasn't good. Can I clear it up? Hey, I just, hey, I just got off the phone with the chief, and he said that ain't it. Yeah, can I clear it up? Yeah, when it mattered the most, they point guard that the other stars like they needed the most, and it really come through the most, like all. All the help he needed, like McCall Bridges disappeared, DeAndre Ayton disappeared, like Devin Booker, he did step up, but basically, besides like Devin Booker and CP3, that Suns team was kind of cold, and he's gonna come through in the final like five minutes of that game. It's just I mean, wasn't yeah, there. You, you have a point, yeah. but the thing is, yeah, the problem but that like, happened in the and they blew four straight games. Still, it's like they basically right. choked all those games. Like basically, CP3 like had nobody else like come through in the clutch form. Like you blow four straight games in the finals, clearly they didn't want it enough, and that's how I see it. So it's what it is. Call it like if, it is. But if you're the guy that constantly has the ball in his in um in, um his hands, if you want to say coming through in the clutch, it's either it either has to be CP three 
or Devin or Devin or Devin Booker. That point. True. I'm even and going to add a different perspective on it because if you actually watched Game Six, they were putting DeAndre Aiden in foul trouble. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's why I said for you and me was surprised when he came back in with like five. Yeah, bro, bro. We yeah, were like, bro. what? We were like, hold up, because like, Evan, we both said we said, bro, this man might come in like at the two minute mark, you know, when it's coming down the stretch. This man he came in like what defense. two he came in like what two and a half minutes after they took him. I'm like, what? But it's the thing I don't blame I can think of that. Is that I don't blame them because they don't have any like other body yeah. they could throw at Giannis. Like they Milwaukee's literally more don't deep have too. it. Milwaukee like, is deep. It's a deeper team than what people and think. Another people thing, gotta realize that. Another thing, why I'm gonna say what you said, Mark. Milwaukee is they've been a top two, three defense for the past few years. Like mm-hmm. they have perimeter defenders. They have they have they have multiple players that are stout defenders. Like we're not talking even good. We're talking. All NBA level defenders here. Like we're they had three players on the um yeah on the first all team defensive team yeah all defensive yeah. Not for maybe not first team but all defensive team I know that for sure and they have a former defensive player of the year on their team like it's and, just and like they literally like, have a guy in their starting lineup who is specifically on there to be an irritant literally the PJ Tucker <laughs> like like Definitely it's just like them like Phoenix was simply put. Milwaukee was just not sorry. I'm, I'm trying to make my word. Phoenix was at a matchup disadvantage. Right. That, that's all. Yeah. They yeah. were at a heavily right. matchup disadvantage but, because it's like right. basically one, they're young. They're young. A lot of the team is young. They've not had the experience, you know, having deep playoff runs. The Bucks have been having deep playoff runs for the past few years. They have. They've yeah, been making it basically. Price. Yeah. So they've made it what to the second round, and then they've yeah, been going to the Eastern like, Conference Finals. So they've been tested, and did this to play off a yeah, long. Like they, they they've been to do, slapped like, in the face. They've they know been, what to do when like Plan A don't work. Right. Exactly. That, that was seen. basically the difference. They know what to do right. when Plan A don't work. No, one hundred percent. So it's just like all the factors in. Another thing, Sampa, you write about the Suns and the um, matchup disadvantage, but like the only other team that they played that could exploit that disadvantage was the Lakers. But yeah, but the, the Lakers were hobbled. But the Lakers were injured. Yeah, they were hobbled. Like this whole season was and, a hobbled season. And and I'm gonna go back to what you said. And I and I've been I've been saying it since game, and I've been consistent with saying this since game one. When you are aggressive on DeAndre Ayton, because you mentioned him getting in foul trouble. When you are aggressive on DeAndre Ayton, it limits the Suns because then he gets in foul trouble, mm-hmm. and then and then and then he's and then he's tired on def- and he's tired from playing all that defense that he can't really do anything on offense. Yeah. See, see, the thing is that works now, but. With DeAndre Aiden, I'm getting the feeling he's going to figure that out. Like, the oh yeah, he most definitely. No, 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 he's no, no, going no. to figure this out. <laughs> he's gonna figure it out. But and I, when I, he figures this out, bro, last it's night a I, called for the him, West. I called him the modern. It's a wrap for the West when he figured I called him that out. The modern era David Robinson because he just has that type of game, has that built in, and he's only Look. 22, 23. Like, yeah, exactly. Just, still young, still upcoming. Wet. He's just yeah. getting his feet wet in the NBA. He's not even touches. Like, honestly, all this talk about DeAndre Aiden is just motivating him. He's probably been listening to multiple podcasts, talk shows, talking about, yup, like, you know, I'm going to figure it out. Yep. Like, that <laughs> is the, the same thing like we saying. Phoenix. They're yeah, literally they, 
They're literally Devin all Booker. of them are just tapping into the potential. Bro, Devin Booker about are, to be in the Olympics. Like, that's what? a good accomplishment like, for him. Yo, hey. this Phoenix team is going to be a problem. They're going to be an issue as the years go on. But like Darren said, I do agree. I don't think they're gonna make it through the West next year. I, yeah, I, the West I, is just too if stacked, everyone man, is healthy, healthy, if the teams, um, the top teams are healthy and everybody is all set to go, I just don't see Phoenix making it out the West. If they do, mm-hmm. they will get all the credit for me. I will respect it. But just seeing how the outlook is looking right now, because man, this is the NBA. Anything can happen. This season basically proved that. Bro, and I hate to say it, bro. I think the NBA Twitter trolls finally had a point about the Suns coming with the Phoenix Buns, uh, I guess, medical walk runs to the finals because. Ah, bro, they did beat I mean, a lot yeah, of injured teams. Nah, bro, everybody everybody deals with injuries. Bro, no, but the Phoenix Buns, that's just a funny name, everybody, bro. Everybody yeah, bro. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, they did. Now, you know, they have some legitimacy saying, yeah, the Suns just, yeah, if it was like another no. West team. If I, I don't know, man. No, nah, because, because uh, of like the, Laker, the no. Lakers, I'll give you a point. Uh, I'll give you uh-huh. I'll give you the Lakers. But it's like yeah. the Nuggets, I, I, fe- I yeah, feel the- like – if Jamal Murray was healthy, the, the Suns would not have swept, but they still win that series. Oh, yeah, they still yeah, win that series. Yeah, it was like, like a next 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 week. Week. And then against the Clippers. Against the Clippers. Well, Kawhi, if, that's if Kawhi was so. If Kawhi was healthy, they probably they, they, LA might won. win that series, but yeah, that's what I'm also saying. might win in seven. But what I don't it like about a, this, this what y'all saying about injuries, like, huh? like yes, yeah. like, yes. And it's just like how... I'm gonna go to football. How I how, how um I can say if Dak Prescott didn't get hurt, the Cowboys would still win that division. And I no said that how about Alex we Smith in 2018, exactly. Exactly. Injuries happen. <laughs> they just happened more to more important players this Significant year. Significant players, than yeah. Any other year. year. And, and some and you can put some of that on the a short offseason if you're a Lakers fan and you're a Miami Heat fan. Other than that, I don't want to hear nothing about no short off, short condensed off season from nobody. I don't want to hear none of that because y'all had time. Yo, y'all ain't y'all ain't y'all ain't have thirty days. This, this but, is this is hold on. I'm gonna let you finish there. But um, are you done? No, not no um, not yet. But yeah, it's just like injuries happen. Yeah, and I was and and we were saying it. During the during the uh, during the uh, second round, when when um some of these injuries was was uh was uh, happening, we said the healthiest team is going to win the championship. The Bucks won the championship. What can you know? What can you really say? I don't like like I just don't want to hear anything about that. Oh well well. Injury this and and an injury that again. If if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Yeah, honestly, I guess people with that basketball is a less like non physical sport, so it's every like oh, you know, this, that, but all still injuries happen still. Injuries. Exactly, yeah. All so basketball is a physical sport. Yeah, basketball is two significant players. It can still get rough. Like if you want to see a playoffs with no injuries, then go play two K and take the injuries off. You're right about to say, yeah, take off the settings. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, what were you about to say, Sam? For yeah. Uh, oh my there. god, yeah, uh, yeah. Let, let's close it out and then we're about to move to the next one. I don't want to spend too much time on that one. But it's just like I already know what's about to happen, right? Because the past two championships have been in what you could call compromised positions, even though every team was in the same position. Like me, 
injuries is part of the game, and you can't really make excuses when all the teams were in the same predicament. Like, every team had to play in the bubble. Every team had to go through that experience. So I don't understand why people were clowning the Lakers, saying, oh, they got the Mickey Mouse ring. They got a bubble ring. I'm like, bro, yeah, like, exactly. I mean, we all know that people naturally hate LeBron. Anything with LeBron, yeah. Like, I already know that. But another thing, what I don't want to hear with this, oh, this is the medical bill championship. You know, I, there was, I'm like, bro, <laughs> this entire season, it was not even as injuries. You know what pissed me off this season? And Evan's going to understand exactly what I'm talking about. These damn COVID protocols. These damn COVID games was a factor that got postponed. These players that were basically put on protocols and couldn't play for two weeks. That is what pissed me off. Philly had to play for COVID protocols. I expected that like to happen. Players. <laughs> because we had such a short layaway from the, from the bubble to next season. And there were some teams that don't have an excuse. You know, they were knocked out of playoff contention in March. Those teams can't say a word. But <clears throat> what I'm saying is we had such a quick changeover because people thought we weren't going to at least start playing until maybe like the end of January. You know, like MLK, right. people, MLK was the projected day for us to start. But no, we started around Christmas. Like Bro, the changeover is different. Time is money. It is time is money. Money is time. NBA on, on Christmas Day money. But, but it's, it's understandable. Understand. Time is money. No, no, it's not even just that. It's the schedule. I don't, I understand because they didn't want the season to overlap the Olympics. I completely want, even though we're oh, going to get yeah. into that later. We're going to oh, get yeah. into that later. We're gonna, oh, yeah. That's we the next topic. Though. That's the next topic. But um, yeah, they didn't want the season to overlap the Olympics. They wanted to, it to end before the Olympics start. And I get that. So they had to do a quick change over. And a lot of teams, they were simply not prepared for that. You know, there was not really a long preseason. There wasn't a long training camp. There was a lot of factors that came into the season starting early. And a lot of players, they just didn't have it. Like, their bodies couldn't handle it. It's so many different factors that came into the season. But you can't knock the Phoenix. You can't knock Phoenix and Milwaukee because they were the two healthiest teams in the league. They barely had any injuries except to CP and Giannis. And the, even then, the Suns lost CP3 twice Yeah, in the playoffs. And he, yeah, they yeah, lost him for an injury, and they lost him to COVID. COVID protocol, yeah. yeah. that was So it's just like, they even with the two healthiest teams, they still had to go through adversity. So it was like, no matter what, not only injuries are part of the game, but, with, but this particular season, you just have to give credit to the team that was the healthiest. You can't yeah. get mad. It happens. It's okay. But what I don't want to happen, people can start calling this the medical bill championship. I'm not in the mood for that. The Bucks deserve this win. They came back through adversity so many times in the playoffs. They literally got battle tested against the Nets. I called it one of the final. I said, yo, if they beat the Nets, they're possibly going to win the Tiger because they got slapped around. It was crazy. Kevin like Durant was dropping here, atomic man. bomb. It was like he was shimmer on that joint, bro. It was crazy. So, yeah. Give respect to the Bucks. Give respect to Giannis. Give respect to Milwaukee. And that man, Mike Bunaholzer, basically is going to keep his job. Because the I'm pop, telling you, pop, I don't pop, care pop, what pop, anyone pop. says. If the Bucks would have went to a game seven and basically would have lost to, like, a buzzer beater by Devin Burker or CP3, that man, Mike Bunaholzer, would be fired. They had to win the championship for him to keep his job. They yeah, had man. to. So he got he, he's going to keep his job, which is fine. He's not a bad coach. Yeah, he's not a really super good. Comes from another great pop wing, like shoot, so, he has all <clears> that, no good. My opinion, he's just slightly above average. I'm just gonna be honest with you because his adjustment. We're a size 13 <clears throat> shoe away from a 
being knocked out the second. I don't even want to talk about that because Skip was talking about that today and he pissed me the hell off. Pissed me the hell off. I literally turned off Undisputed, bro. I turned it off. I said, I'm not watching this crap. (laughs) (laughs) Not watching this crap, bro. Like, there's a reason why I don't watch Undisputed in first thing much anymore. And today, I don't watch Undisputed for real. They they, they was just talking out the ass, bro. Both shows. Bro, first take was blowing me, bro. Max Kellerman does not need to talk about basketball. I'm sorry. (laughs) Bro. This man does not need to talk about basketball. What they're talking about the best player in the NBA, when they're talking about Giannis having that debate, what Max was saying, uh, I don't even want to repeat it. Like, you, you can basically figure it out. His points, basically, he was making a whole different argument about, you know, oh, you having more skill looks different from being dominant. If you're more dominant, you're actually the better player. I'm like, huh? Stephen A was just like, bro, seeing Stephen A's face reaction the whole time was just killing me, bro. Because right. Max was just like going on and on, and Stephen A was cutting him off, and then Max was trying to cut off Stephen A. It was like this two middle schoolers arguing on live TV, and Molly was just sitting there. I'd be feeling bad for Molly. And I, know and the, I know the producer, I know the producer at first, they'd be screaming at her too, because like, can you stop this? It's like, bro, she can't overpower them. <laughs> it's nah, just, bro, it was I'll... a mess this morning, bro. I love Jenny Taff because Jenny, Jenny Taff just be sitting there laughing. She literally and laughs then, it off. And, and, and then Jenny Jenny usually sides on the side of Shannon and they just gang up on Skip. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, Jenny Taff is just outright amazing. Like she's funny as hell. Oh no, she she is, but cause she's like the most cool chill. Like she just be laughing, smiling, and then she'll say like something just to piss Skip off and be <laughs> she, Like she always <laughs> says something. Like she always says something snarky, and then like she'll be like, "So, Shannon, you trying to get some martinis later?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go drink it off, you know. But um, yeah, hey. let's, <laughs> let's 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 go to the next topic. Like, so I'm happy for Giannis. I'm proud of him. I'm glad to see an African. Can brother succeed? I'm glad to see a guy that came from Insane, nothing succeed. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Not even just him. You got Drew Holiday. You got Chris Milton. You got PJ Tucker. You got uh, what's McCall? What's his man name? Freaking what was? But we were just talking about Brook Lopez. Like it's a lot of players uh-huh. in that team. They just deserve to get that chip, man. And you know what's so funny? I saw a tweet earlier today. They were like, "Bruh, PJ Tucker got a chip for Harden or CP3." I'm like, "Oh man, here we go." No, it showed that three oh, of them man. together when they're all together. It's like, which one of these people got a three? I've got a ring. I'm like, you know what? Damn. I'm just like, <laughs> PJ oh, Tucker, man. bro. I'm just I like, I'm not even about to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Let's I, let's talk about the mm-hmm, entire mm-hmm. Olympics fiasco. That was a good topic, man. So, <laughs> Bradley Beal. This one off? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and start it off. Go ahead and start. No, I, no, I was gonna let you introduce. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay. Oh yeah. So, I mean, what is it? Bradley Beal, not cleared to play. Thank God, Jeremy Grant's cleared to play. And then just the whole thing with a COVID outbreak going out out there. So here's the question I'm going to start it off with. Number one, do you guys think when they found all this out, they should have pulled, USA should have pulled out of the Olympics? and Or basically they should have came together and said, hey, we're just not about to do it this year. I'll let y'all go first. Well, um, well number one, I read an article I put in, in one of the chats about Gabby Douglas. I mean, not Gabby Douglas, down about Simone Biles. And Simone Biles, um, you know, she had been talking like this may be her last Olympics because she was talking about how she was just getting frustrated and all this and that before 
last year's Olympics when it was supposed when it was supposedly to be supposed to be held last year. Um, and she was just like her workouts were getting frustrating, and her um, and her uh, and she was just and she was and like she was getting frustrated, and she was thinking about considering retirement. And then COVID happened and it pushed the and it pushed uh the Olympics back to this back to um this year. Now granted she had she had said, you know what, fuck it, I'ma do this one last time. And then it got pushed back and she was just like, fuck, I gotta do this for another year. Um I my perspective on it changed within the last, say, like, 36 hours. I initially, you know, like, the months leading up to to the Olympics, I've been on this podcast saying I don't think that the Olympics should be happening, period, because the COVID situation in Tokyo is horrible. Like, it's really bad. I mean, granted, they've been wearing masks in Tokyo for God knows how long, but also... Like they still have curfews and and stay at home orders at you know in you know in Japan. So there's that, and just for that reason alone, and just how you have everybody from across the world all convening into this one place that's already crowded as hell. Tokyo, I think, is the most populated city in the world. So this, so this place is already, this place is already crowded as hell right. with people who already live in that country. Now you're bringing people from hundreds and hundreds of other countries into one area, mm-hmm. and and we're in the midst of this pandemic with a virus that is very, very contagious. And there's three variants of it. I just found out there's another variant of COVID out there, guys. And it just made it to America today in Texas. It's called like the Lambit variant or something. But anyway, it's Texas. Of course it has. Yeah, it, everything happens in Texas like or the, Florida. The state, Come the, on the now. State, the state that they, they, they Brad, I'm sorry to cut you off there, but this is the same state, right? They just passed a rule that Basically, oh yeah, you can't learn the true facts of African American history. Oh, we because can, we can make that its whole. What you think, boys? Texas. We can we can make that its own segment. Oh no 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 yeah. yeah. We're, 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 I just wanted to bring it up. I just want to bring up to introduce the band. Uh, Go ahead, Darren. Go ahead. But uh, anyways, <laughs> aside from that, uh-huh. um, so so that's why I think they shouldn't, because it's just there's all this shit going on. All right. And mind you, Brad Beal can't can't um go because he didn't caught COVID. I think there's already been what like 30, 40 cases of COVID in the Olympic Village already. And and today is the first day of games really starting, even though the opening ceremonies aren't until no, tomorrow. Yes, yesterday was the first games. Oh, yesterday was? Oh, okay. Yeah, because USA just, softball I, already got a game and they beat Italy. Yeah, yeah. I was I was just I was actually just watching that before we uh before we uh, got on, but I say all of that to say 
at the same time, you have people who work their asses off for this very event. And I know for me playing basketball, I had three dreams. Play basketball at Georgetown, play basketball for uh, the Los Angeles Lakers, and play on the USA basketball team. Obviously, that didn't happen. But those were my dreams. That's, you know, as a kid, that's what you dream of. Every athlete dreams of going to um, the Olympics. I mentioned it with uh, uh, Shakari Richardson. Every athlete dreams of going. Every athlete works their ass off from when they're teeny tiny onto right now. And they have a chance to go to these Olympics right here. Now, granted, got three more years, three years after after this year. But the the thing about it is if there's anything that we have learned over the last year is that nothing is guaranteed. And you can say, oh, well, we'll postpone this Olympics. And we'll just wait till 2024, you know, because of blah, 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 at the last minute. Now, if they had done, now, if they had postponed, if they had said they were going to postpone it, like, back in, say, January, December, I would, fine. I'm all for it. But right now, it's just like, no, because people work their asses off. And winning a gold medal is the highest achievement in sports, any sport. Although some basketball people will tell you that the NBA finals is more, you know, it's more important than winning a, than winning a gold medal. The football people will argue for the World Cup, too. Yeah, well, well, the reason why they do that is because senior was because senior players can't play in the Olympics. So Messi will Messi would not be able to play in this Olympics. Neither would Neymar, Mbappe, Pogba. None of none of none of those guys could um, play in the Olympics because they because the men send their U send their uh U twenty teams. The women, however, the women. Like this is their tournament. It like the the gold medal and World Cup. They they kind of it's kind of like one A one B. So um, so this is the highest achievement in sport. All sports, most sports. So to just take that away at the very last second is kind of messed up. So I so I am on if this was if this was like two, three months ago, I would say the US should pull out. At least the at least the Americans should. Or they shouldn't even or they shouldn't even have an Olympics. But as of right now today, seeing how we're Two days away from the opening ceremonies, nah, nah. I, I think I think they should I think they should play. 
I think they should be as safe and cautious as they can be. And let's go out here and win the gold. Because I still think we're going to win the gold. Just give us some time. Yeah, because truth be told, I'm kind of in agreement with you, Darian, because it's like normally I would have said, like, we should pull out of the Olympics because, like, there's really nothing to – to gain here like there's nothing to gain here but at the same time most of the athletes are already in Tokyo so it's like so it's like to pull out now means we wasted all this money on flight and remember everybody don't have NBA money everybody don't have football money so this this was a lot out of some of these athletes pockets it's like you gotta like you gotta realize that so so there's that Plus, again, we we already over there, so it's like might might as well. But at the same time, the caution comes because there's a lot on the line here. Because first and foremost, there could be like there's going to be a U.S. athlete that tests positive, most likely. So somebody's going to somebody's most likely going to bring COVID back over here to America. Like that's the risk we're running here, and. Like, so all of that is like, and when COVID comes back over here, it's going to infect more people that haven't been vaccinated. It's going to like the, the COVID cases are going to go up again. And I hate to say it, but COVID deaths are going to go up again too. And so that's the primary risk. The secondary risk is for all the sports leagues that like that are affected in this. Like there's NBA, W, like there's, the NBA, because the NBA season starts like right after the Olympics is over, like a, a month and a half, month and a half left. I mean, after the Olympics, ugh. but in even in an even more dire situation, remember the WNBA is in the middle of their season right now. They're in the middle of their season, so this so this would major league baseball to, too. Yeah, MLB too, but like a lot of those players are like retired and they're out of the league. And th- this is going to hurt some MLS teams, too, because there's MLS going on right now. Like, I'm seeing, like, D.C. United taking on Chicago Fire, and we're losing for whatever reason. Because we but suck. Yeah. That's basically it. Just, like, we're already over there. Might as well. But, like, remember what's at stake here. Yeah, I agree with both of y'all, actually, uh, Darren and Evan, um, because – it's crazy with the COVID cases uh, that's happening over in Japan because we're really about to see an Olympics where there's no fans in attendance. That's going to be so awkward on TV seeing like no fans at like an Olympics. It's like the tradition is just, just going to feel weird. The vibe's going to feel weird seeing that. Um, yeah, granted, if they did say, you know, they canceled the Olympics, say back in uh, November or like December 2020, I, I, that would have been, I would have been fine with that because this was common sense because this COVID stuff is far from over and with these new variants out it we, we don't it's very unpredictable still and people are still getting infected and with the more populated um countries like Japan and over in Asia that's where like COVID cases are like uprising and not all of these uh athletes are vaccinated and we see where Bradley Beal his unfortunate situation he had to pull out um so it's just it, like it really sucks it's just like a lot of like inconvenience and circumstances that's going on because of the COVID-19 impact. And the people that aren't vaccinated, as we're saying with the new cases, are basically people that haven't got the vaccination yet, but the new cases over in America. So 
like that's why I'm happy. I'm a, I'm a can say that I am vaccinated. So it's like, yeah, you have to be careful out here for sure. And these athletes have to be way more careful. Did you see they're doing a lot over there? Like that's like kind of brand new, kind of like different over there for the athletes. And I feel as though I feel as though these athletes are not enjoying themselves in Tokyo at all. Like if you like honestly, it's just yeah, it's just sad over there. So it's unfortunate, but we're just happy. I'm just happy that the Olympics are still happening, but these circumstances are just like crazy. Really is. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I agree with basically almost everything I said. The only thing I'm going to add is that let's hope and pray for these athletes. They say, okay, they stay healthy. The COVID doesn't break out and go crazy. And we have basically like the worst like outbreak in human history because what I fear, you know, like I said, Tokyo, they're still having curfews. They're still having a whole bunch of stuff that we've kind of overseas, like we're past it. Like we're kind of really at the point of normalcy. Like me and Mark was talking earlier, WWE is bringing crowds back into the arena now. NBA has brought fans back in the like, sure. bro. You saw that damn, you saw that, that damn arena in Milwaukee, bro. But they were lit outside. Bro. It was tens of 65,000 people, 65, 65, people going numbers. mad. Eight like, we're at the point now, we're almost at the point. Norm's in, even though still, we should still be very cautious, you know, because you never know. But Tokyo is still in the sense of, yo, y'all niggas not gathering for shit. Fuck that. Y'all niggas getting home by y'all niggas better be in the house by 9 p.m. or we're gonna have a problem. So it's just like what I, I just hope that they have the proper protocols, the proper measures in place for these athletes to stay safe. And it's people coming from all over the world. You don't know what they're bringing. COVID has affected the entire planet in different ways, some places more than others. And now there's new strains of this thing coming out. And so I feel like people are starting to take a breather and finally get comfortable. I think it's like, man, you still got to be a high alert because this thing can really get ugly. Like really, really ugly. Like we should all be praying to the Lord God almighty and say, please let us be taking steps forward and take, instead of taking steps backwards. We do not want what happened in 2020 to happen again. That would be devastating. And just keep everybody in their prayers. Believe in what you want to believe, but have faith that after this Olympics is done, everybody will be able to go back home safe and sound, healthy. That's the only thing with me. And, you know, it's too late to pull out. Most athletes are already over there. Um, like we just said, Devin Booker, Chris Middleton, and Drew Hardy are going to be on a plane going down there, basically starting tomorrow. So it's like, can't pull out now. Can't stop it from happening. But just hope they take the proper measures in place to keep everybody safe. That's the big thing for me. Yeah, and to talk about um, just what's going on here is that like you, you, you know, LA then then brought back their mask man mandate because the COVID cases are arising. Yep. Going back to what Evan said about that. Um. And to me, it's like, thank God, you know, I decided to get vaccinated. I go for my second shot, I think, week after next. Um, 
Because this shit is ridiculous, man. And it's also just a bunch of people. Like, I know for me, like, I waited so long to get vaccinated just because there, there, there's a little fear there. And it's all, and it's also, it was also just me being lazy. I should have been got my shot, but I, I just, I was just lazy and a little, and a little, and a little scared, but I'm fine. But <clears throat> there's like, I don't even think that 50% of the country is vaccinated. I don't know. No, it's don't. like, it's like 50%. It's like 50, 51. So barely half of the country is vaccinated. That is horrible, especially with these new variants coming coming out. And again, you can't force people to do something that they don't want to do. You can't. I can't sit here and, you know, just hypothetical say Mark didn't get his uh, shots. I can't force Mark to go get his vaccine when he's like, oh, I don't see why I really need it. And there's something in his heart of hearts that makes him feel like he doesn't need it. Or maybe he has an underlying condition and he can't get the and he and he can't get the shot. And it's just like we we create, I mean, and this is a society that we've created where you just can't make people do shit that they don't want to do. So you gotta respect their decision is what it is oh no yeah i agree but here's the problem in our country right and this has been something that's been stated by so many people the problem in this country this great country of america is we don't look out for each other like we should and when i say that i mean everybody's so focused on their own you know their own path journey walk of life maybe you care about your family a few friends, of course, and it's understandable, but it's just like you can't not be out here, right? And you know we're in the middle of a pandemic, but you don't care. Oh, it doesn't affect me. Bro, it's going to affect somebody. You can't be out here wilding because, oh, you're good and your people's good. Bro, you might get someone else sick. You might cause someone else to die. Because of, you know, underlying conditions or whatever. You don't know that person. You don't know what they have, what they're going through. So I feel like, yeah, of course, I agree with that mentality. I don't even want to force people to do it. But the problem is, America, we don't look out for each other. Everybody's so selfish. And it's good to be selfish at times. Yeah, of course. You got to look out for yourself first than anyone, because believe me, you're talking to somebody that used to look out for others before himself, and I was, used to be very miserable. Of course, look out for yourself first, but don't be that selfish support. You only care about yourself, man. We all got to live in this country. We all got to make this thing work. We all in it together, no matter what the class system, whatever. We're all in it together. We all got to live in America. It's not like, oh, I'm living here and you can you know. We all got to live in this country, make this keep this country clean, keep this country going. So it's like, yeah, of course, never want to force anyone to do it. But I feel like in that essence, we should take that extra minute to care more for everyone, to make sure people are straight. Because this COVID has fucked people up physically, mentally, spiritually, so many different levels of anguish and depression. And 
just disorientation has happened because of this pandemic. There's some people that they, they like I said, they've lost family members. They've lost tons of people. Shout out to Carl Anthony Towns. This man lost half his family, bro. Like, that's crazy. And this man still played through the whole season, gave it his best shot. He will always have my respect for that. Like, I already know if I lost my mom to COVID, I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't care about nothing. I'll be a mess. He lost his mom and he lost other family members too, all in the same like three, four month span. And he was still out here doing what he has to do. And then mind you, he caught it himself. And I was just about to say, he caught it even himself. So the fact that he held it down, that's immense respect. But yeah, we, we just have to take the time to care for each other. Look after each other. Listen, we're all going through this together. Nobody is like, oh, I'm having this COVID and you're having this. No, COVID has affected all of us in some way, form, or fashion. This should be the time when we're all coming together. We've lost 600,000 people to this thing. 600,000 people, y'all. That's more than half a million people in the span of, what, 15, 16 months. Isn't that That more than we've lost to uh, World War II? Yep. That is insane. Think about that. The bloodiest war of all time. Mm-hmm. The bloodiest war of all time is nothing compared to COVID. That is a, a war, a war that we were in for four years. It took us four, it took us four years to lose 250,000 troops. We lost some Americans still think COVID-19 is a scam. We all and, know who and we lost six and we lost six hundred thousand people in a span of a year. And the fake. thing that's so crazy about it, if you know your history, so you know. America got dragged in the World War II. We weren't even involved at the beginning. I don't want to talk about it. No, 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 of course, of course, of course. That's a whole I can get into that. Oh, no, 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 of course, of course. One, one, next few episodes, we'll probably dive into that bag. But no, I just wanted to say, like, yeah, like, imagine, right? COVID took a lot Like, the example we just took, like, America lost 250,000 lives in World War II. But we weren't even originally in the war to start. We were pulled into it. We literally had no choice. Yeah. So we may not have it not even been the full four years. So maybe like two and a half, three years. No, it was not. It was not. It was not. It was four. I and mean, we ended that shit real quick. But again, let's I'm not talk about that. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll save in Japan. We're saving that bag for another day. Because you about to make me get into it too, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we don't have Americans yeah, yeah, in Japan yeah, yeah. right now. Exactly, right, right. Yeah, but right. yeah, like, just imagine a bloody war conflict. Probably the bloodiest war conflict that we've been in. We didn't, we lost more people than that in the span of a year to this thing. COVID is not a scam, people. It's real. And... It's just like this should be the time when people should be coming together, checking on each other, making sure you're good, because you don't want to be that person that loses a family member and you never got that chance to say goodbye. You lost a family member to COVID and you never got that chance, you know, to check on them. And they're around all this time and there's something like you don't want to be that person where it's like, damn, I could have I, I made sure he was good. I could have been with him in his final days. I could have talked to him. We could have held a conversation, even though it could have been going downhill, I could have still been there for him till the end, or her, whoever that person is. So if you don't take anything from this podcast today, take this. COVID is real. It's not gone. It's not fully defeated. You know, we're moving in a positive direction. If we take things the proper way, keep taking the proper precautions, don't 
Let up now. Stay on alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let me get my take in before we go to the yeah, next go, time. Go ahead. Let go me ahead. Get, go all right, ahead. so I got a couple things to say. Number one, the pandemic is not over. It literally never was. Y'all already, y'all probably already said this, but I'm going to touch on something else. <clears throat> COVID was never gone out of this country. What happened was America gave us ample opportunities to just ignore it. Like started randomly open, like started randomly opening up everything in the summer like started open started gradually opening everything up in the summer and then this summer just just say you know what 50 like 30 people are vaccinated the 30 percent of people are vaccinated let's open up everything let's open up everything and what's even worse is that whole, like that whole like oh you got to be vaccinated in order to come in here without a mask we knew damn well from the jump there was no way to enforce that there was no way to enforce that. Like, oh, you could check the vaccination. Like, you could check the vaccination cards Mm-mm. because people oh, can make it. People can people can get fake vaccination cards. And you legally people can't ask somebody if you got vaccination cards and resell them. Exactly. And technically, you can't legally. Ask Yo, that is like a whole side hustle. <laughs> Bro, so I remember like, Ronnie was, was talking about bro, that. Bro, I was just trying to expose Ronnie. Yeah. Oh, I was just trying to expose Ronnie. Ronnie and Nashara, bro. It was both of them. Like, hey, yo, yeah, bro. Shout out to Ronnie. Shout out to Nashara. Well, y'all did yeah, still talk about that. Bro, both of them. I don't think I listened to bro. it. They're funny, bro. <laughs> They're both like the funniest people in that chat. They had some goofballs, bro. Yo, <laughs> I love the two of them, uh, bro. But uh, yeah, that shit was yeah. wild, bro. I was like, hey, yo. Yeah, I was like, they really making money off that, And like, you know. Wow. And like, you notice. dangerous, man. Like, and like you notice that whole like, oh, you got to be vaccinated being here without a mask thing. Notice how nobody said that in a minute. Notice how nobody said, oh, but you have to be vaccinated in a minute. You can't prove it. So it's, it's like, basic, it's basically like, it's basically like, well, if you want to wear one, you can. If you don't, then just then you know, just don't. Like nobody cares anymore. Yeah, it's that, like, and, that, and that's the do. thing. Like, COVID, like COVID, never left this country, but but we're here right now at. Just acting like we don't care, and y'all gonna and y'all and y'all gonna see on 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 uh on a uh, Sunday, we go up to we go up to Pennsylvania. We stop some somewhere. You gonna see ain't nobody gonna be wearing a mask. Of course, I'm gonna be wearing my Phillies mask. Exactly. But you know, yeah. Exactly. Oh, of course, yeah, bro. I've been working in Pennsylvania, yeah. bro. Ain't nobody wearing a mask out there, bro. They're they looking at me Hell crazy no. when I was walking through with the mask. <laughs> <laughs> they're looking at me crazy. Hell no, they exactly. crazy all they so, want. So it's, so, it's, so it's like. No one hey, cares, and like no one cares anymore, and that, and that's why there's all this. Myself. There, there's all this shock at the new variants. Like, oh my god, COVID! Like COVID is back. COVID They've is back. Like, no, bitch, COVID minute, ain't though. back. Like, COVID never left. They've been talking. These variants aren't even like really. I mean, they're new, but it's like they've been talking about these variants for like months now, though. Like, yeah, they've but, been talking about and, this going to like, come. Like, and it's like, not a shock. People just like, like just like act shocked and like don't do everything wrong and act shocked when shit goes down. Yeah, bro. Like Americans don't like to listen. Like and. And so everybody's well. I, now I encourage vaccinations. Honestly, I'm not. Of course, it's everybody's health. But basically, if you're not vaccinated, you're basically in like you're like in shit out of luck. Basically, you have a high chance of getting this if you're not vaccinated. Trust even me, when it's I wasn't real. Getting, yeah, even, 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 yeah. even when I was like mm-hmm. on my like not getting my because again, I, I, I like I said, I didn't get it mainly because of like fear and laziness. Yeah, I understand. But, yeah, you had a point. Yeah. But. But I was still telling people, bro, just get to like get to like get the shot. I've even mm-hmm. told people like, if you go, I will go with you. Cause really, I just I I, I kind of just wanted to go with somebody just so I could feel like I don't know. It was one of those things. But uh, I'm a man about it. But um, 
but 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 yeah, like I was encouraging people to do it because it's just like people are trying to find every which reason to why they shouldn't get it. Oh, see, that's my like, next point. Like they're they're that's, looking that's my next they're looking for a reason. They're like, oh, well, I got the vaccine. I can heal in COVID. No shit, Sherlock. I get the flu vaccine. I can still catch the flu, but guess yeah, what? I, I mean, yeah. COVID, I won't die from it. Exactly. Yeah, it's just prevents like, it from like impacting you the most. Your body's like making your body stronger, your immune system stronger. Vaccine. Yeah, because yeah, it's like because it's Good like point, though, you, yeah. Because it's like you hear people saying, "Oh, I'm gonna do my own research," and that's fine. That is perfectly fine. But there is a point, like there, there is a point where it goes from genuine concern to straight up stroking your own ego. And that point comes when you start ignoring the CDC, ignoring medical professionals, doctors, and all of them in favor of nut job conspiracy theorists on Twitter. Like when that's where you get your information from. They blow me the most. Oh my goodness. They wait, give me a headache. What is the name of that fake doctor that got that got caught? Like uh like, like he was <laughs> like doing that, that was wild. That was wild, bro. <laughs> he made a bag too. Bro, that's wild, bro. Always Florida. Always Florida, bro. That that story was wild, bro. Bro, I forgot his name. I'm still like, trying to figure out how he got away with that shit for so for long. so long. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like smooth with it. I'm just like this sounds so sweet. I like. I wonder who finally like ratted him out, bro. Because that was actually wild, bro. <laughs> oh but then, man. But, then, but yeah. But then, it's like, but then it's like, oh, but I don't know what's in the vaccine. All right, quick question. Like, quick question. Number one, do you, you don't know? Was it have the food it, you eat? Like, do you know? Like, do, like, like, quick question. Do you get? Do you get your flu shot? Do you know what's in a flu shot? Because guess what? It ain't the same flu shot two years in a row. It's always a they different change it all the time. It's a different yeah. flu shot every year, but yet you still you don't like you don't know what's in that with your medical with your doctorate in medicine looking ass and you you still get the flu vaccine and you still get the flu shot and guess what the flu shot's a vaccine too see look and that's another issue people treat this covid thing like this is the first vaccine that's ever existed vaccines but but guess what but guess what (laughs) but guess what a simple google search will tell you we've been doing vaccines since 1790 the biggest, yeah, like, the biggest plot twist in the world is a uh, is a uh, Trump is vaccinated, and he telling people not to get it. See, he don't give like he, Trump is so two faced, bro. bro. Trump is a Gemini. Of course, he two faced. Uh, yeah, same ah, ah, as me. Hey, yo, hold on, hey, no, we are not putting me and him in that same. We are not putting me in that steaming bag of hot dog doo-doo in a Spanish conversation. No, that motherfucker is a June Gemini. Bro, we Gemini's, we the wholesome one. That motherfucker is a June Gemini. Hey, bro, I know some He is not with me. I mean, he is not with me. Most of the June Gemini's are kind of crazy. Ain't gonna lie. Look at Kanye. Look at yeah. You, I mean, you have some truth to that. Yeah, but still, bro, it's true. Oh wow. Yeah, but. Honestly, yeah, it's just crazy with this but COVID Darren, stuff. You, you, um, this man Darren thought yeah. you were slick. I know why he said that. You got slick, so I see why right through your first. Yeah, that's all I gotta <laughs> say. You should know because I had a feeling I called Orange too. Bruh, like, literally, like, as no soon as you said it, I said, "Bro, this man Darren thought he was slick." You think I wasn't gonna say <laughs> nothing? I really thought you was just gonna let it go. You know, just bruh. let it go. No, bro. No, but no. I was. I was. Listen, I was too with this San Francisco. I was, but Evan called it out, and I was like, "Bro, it's out in the air now. Screw it." 
man. But yeah, but, yeah like, but but um the COVID, um, yeah, these new variants. Damn, I almost forgot what I was about to say, bro. I had a good point. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we I think we made good points about the, this this segment. Yeah, we did. Kelly lost my train of thought. That was funny, bro. That was actually funny. And uh, this segment is brought yeah. to you by Origel. Light shit, yeah, that perfect way, yup. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness, bro. I'm Michelin, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, COVID's not gone, y'all. It was never gone. Like, me and mm-hmm. the brothers have beautifully said, stay safe, stay smart, and stay alert, man. Stay alert. And up in stay Philly, alert. definitely going to, like, you're going to see no masks up there, bro. Up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I already know. We're going to be I'm still saying keep our masks, but, yup, you know, because, yeah, you know, in that baseball up. game, of course, you know, crowds back full. You know, capacity, the Braves yeah. are in town, you know, so it's going to be a crowd there for sure on a Sunday uh, afternoon. So, yeah, I mean, granted, I may take my mask off. I ain't going to lie, but if it gets too hot, I know I'm vaccinated. I'm going to take it off at some point, you oh, know. for sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah, when I'm like out in the sun, because, yeah, I know I'm be fine. But, but yeah, but of course, they get up close to people's face. But, like, people just need to respect people's bubbles, too. It's also another thing people need to, like, also learn from this pandemic. Space, you don't have to be all up in people's space. face. Yeah, bro, like, space. talk to people. Hey, you really yeah, don't, bro. yeah. Hey, it's like, hey, comment. yeah. Hey, I just, like, come on, bro. Like, I just, I just want to say, God damn, are y'all okay? Shit. But, <laughs> but, uh, fuck, that just made that, that just threw me off. I'm sorry, but, uh, <laughs> I heard that noise, yeah, yeah. People don't know how to drive, anyways. Yeah, so I was standing in the Royal Farms line, right? And that, and mm-hmm. I can, and and old mayonnaise man just standing just breathing right on my back and i'm just like bro oh get back it's like you want to get your food bro it was like we all in the same lines like why don't you move any quicker by standing closer you know <laughs> i don't want yeah, you to have a fever <laughs> you say you yellow fever people, you and I'm your dead, white people disease you got any milk it's always down though bro <laughs> It's always dumb, bro. Like, hate to be like that, the stereotype, but it's like, it's always dumb to up close, you know, like, just a heavy set, just close up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you said bro, like, I don't bro. need to feel your fat stomach keep, bro. And they be breathing extra hard, too. It's like, they're like, <laughs> y'all like, how, how y'all breathing? <laughs> like, back up. It's just, yeah. It's like, they do, it's like, come on, bro. It's like, do not hear yourself breathing. It's like... That's a breath just makes other people hotter. Like, Fuck. <laughs> and, uh, that is true. There's a second people's bubble, man. It's been a funny segment for sure. Like how season two already started, but yeah. <laughs> it's been a funny hey, segment. Bro, Sam, but you still got to get that guy, bro. You still oh, yeah, bro. I, 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 I'm going to talk to him. But right now, bro, when I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm working in the DMs literally right now as y'all talking, bro. I'm literally trying to get new guests, man. We about, we about to be popping. You got yeah, the guests make it so. Bro, he was hilarious. Bro. We thought the guests of season one were good, people. Shoot, the guest season two we have coming. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned, man. About to be lit, man. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. We ended the season strong. But, um, yeah, we're about to talk about a few mm-hmm. more topics, and yeah. then we're about to get the heck up out of here, man, because mm-hmm. if we keep talking, we're about to be here all night. we be all night, bro. <laughs> we got, like we got, all the, night we got the Dame Lillard trade fiasco. <laughs> Hold on, did we talk about Wet Lancel yet? No, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna get into that. We're talking about the day. I stay on the NBA. Yeah, after the day, we'll talk about Wet Lancel. So, you know, you're gonna hear the Wizards fandom out of me and Evan. It's gonna be beautiful. But, um, yeah, so we got the Dame Little Trade fiasco. We got the West Unselled Junior hiring. We also, me and Mark Pye, are gonna get into the John Cena return. You know, that's a big one. And then we're gonna. We're probably going to talk about a little bit of NBA 2K22. You know, the new covers just came out and everything. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to close off with, with our little yeah. mental relationship bag for the day. So, you know, we, we, we got a nice little construction here. But 
funny thing how the media works sometimes, man. Coming out with Dame Lillard saying he was ready to make a trade in the coming days, and then he has to come out and say, "Hey, yo, I ain't say that, bro. Like, I'm not. I'm not even thinking that way." Do y'all truly believe? I want to talk first on he, this one. He, yeah. he wasn't mm-hmm. at least a little bit. It didn't cost. Oh, he wasn't yeah. a little bit trying to, you know, think about. Oh, you know, what if I'm got ready to move on from Portland a little bit? And two, just to kind of talk about mm-hmm. the how the media sometimes can really set these perspectives and these narratives that are not exactly true. Okay. Yeah. So I want to get into this one. So with this, this just goes to show that media integrity is very important. But also, this shows that Damian Lillard, it is some, uh, it goes to show he really is very frustrating in Portland because if you wanted to be in Portland, all of this wouldn't be coming out, honestly. If he was like all in Portland, we wouldn't be talking about this right now, that he wouldn't be having these interviews. And also, notice when he answers the questions, he's saying, Yeah, I never demanded to trade, but at the same time, he's not giving straight answers. You know, notice how all his answers have been very kind of like vague, you know kind of like flip-floppy a little bit. He doesn't really sound confident when he's answered, like when he answers the question, like he's very frustrated in Portland and he wants some, he even, he's even like, put it like this. I look at it like, like this in Portland. He's either, you put a championship, like player around, like, you know, a big name around Damian Lillard or he's, he's out. That's how I look at it. It's like, they don't put like another big three, like, you know, make a big three in Portland, like put like that extra piece in Portland. He He's out because that's, what more can you do? Damian Lillard is too good of a player to like, you know, they keep on getting eliminated, like he's too elite, like among amongst the elite and everything, to like um keep on getting knocked out like in the second round and not like making it all the way. And he needs to like either get a big name or um added in Portland or he needs to like, go to a championship contender team, which is why I think like Philly um is also like a really a good fit. I'm not just saying as a Philly fan though, but that'll be a good fit to see uh Damian Lillard with Joel and B. He'll just make him beat even better, along with that uh other like roster you have around there with uh um, who have a, a what's it call it? Um, Tobias Harris, of course, and of course, Philly would have to give up like a bunch of like young players. Um, like with that trade, but yeah, it's just goes to show Damian Lillard. He's not saying he wants to. He's not saying he demanded to trade, but he's frustrated in Portland. Put pieces around him, or he's out of Portland. And I'm just in on that because I'm just tired of like hearing these talks about oh Lillard's getting traded like now. No, he's still in Portland. Or it's just like big confusion. Yeah, and that's that's my take on it. Yeah. All right. So my take mm-hmm. is, in short, people only see what they want to believe. So I guarantee, like, so it's a whole bunch of people in the media that want Damian Lillard out of Portland. There's a whole bunch of fans that want Damian Lillard out of Portland. So they are, so they're gonna look for any and every reason to believe that that's going to happen. So I feel like the the way that rumor that Dame wants out, I feel like the way that leaked was on was on some dumb shit about like how he probably mentioned mentioned a vacation he had in Miami or something irre- irrelevant like that. Yeah, when he dapped up LeBron and D-Wade. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, he, he, like, he, he probably like, like he probably mentioned he probably, course, he probably mentioned like a couple a couple players by name or or he something like that. Live, it, it, was, it was it was probably it was probably definitely something irrelevant. And the reason mm-hmm. why it got such a big reaction is because again, everybody wants Dame out of Portland. Like that's the like, and we found one little tiny piece of evidence that maybe, although probably doesn't, give us that like give us that conclusion. But at the end of the day, like it does fall on the media to be more responsible about like where your source, like who your sources are. 
Because exactly. for Damian Lillard to debunk this and as quickly as he did, because because he came out, I believe, later that day and said it wasn't true. But like it's it's just basically saying, check your sources, though. Like, check your sources. And for those that are coming up, like that are coming up like in college, like me in journalism, try, trying sure. to trying to study journalism, trying to trying to break in it, break in the field, just remember being First means absolutely nothing if you get the story wrong. Yeah, and that's what happened here. He learned that immediately. Being like, and I'm saying it again, being first means absolutely nothing if you don't get the story right. Yeah, for sure. Because I took a media law class about that. And like, I learned a lot of my class. I was one of my favorite classes at Bowie State. I ain't gonna lie. And you can get in trouble, like, you know, when you like discredit some source, you know, you can kind of like, I say legally, you know, sometimes you get it wrong. Yeah, you can't screw up. Like being first is not always right because you can't get sued if, you know, some like misleading information, you know, if the person feels as though, like say their integrity, like messed up their image. So yeah, like these media sources, this Damian Lillard stuff, I'm, I'm getting tired. It's getting like draining at this point, man. Cause Lillard, you know, he's too good. It sucks for him. I know he just wants to be in a better situation, man. You know, we always want to see him out of Portland. I agree with you, Evan, on that one. I said this when it happened. This is the same thing that happened with J.J. Watt when he wanted out of Houston. Um, the difference is, you know, I I feel like this. Uh, before I get into that, I think that eventually Dame is going to want out of he's, – he, he's, he's, he's eventually going to get traded. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen. I, I think it I, I think it's gonna happen sooner rather than later. Well, later rather than sooner. Um and after the Olympics. Yeah. Not even after the Olympics, maybe like within, I mean, maybe like after next season. Um but I look at it again as like when it was when the story came out, there was literally no sports going on. I mean, we were still in the finals, of course, but the, there was no. We were in a dead period where there were no games, nothing really happening, nothing really going on in baseball, nothing worth talking about. No NFL news or nothing like that. I feel like someone was just looking for a story. I feel like. <sighs> I feel like someone just wanted something to talk about. See, and that's a, that's another thing. And, and as a journalist, you don't create the stories. Exactly. As and, a journalist, you do not create the stories. And, you report them. And unfortunately, like it may it maybe and maybe it was one of those like blog accounts, troll accounts, and people took it as fact and it got around and whatever. I don't know. I don't really care. Now the person um, tweeted he was legit, but I think he got that from a bad source. But yeah, it was like yeah, a legit journalist. Yeah, so yeah, so he should have thought about that. So I uh, that's a learning experience for him. So <clears throat> what am I trying to go with? It, it just goes to say, just to just get all the jumbling that I just put together. Everything's bullshit. Everything's bullshit unless it's from Marcus Spears, Shams, or Woj. 
or from the source himself, Damian Lillard, saying that he's asked for a trade. Yep, As, mm-hmm. all about the person. And and and, uh, and I drew the comparisons to J.J. Watt because everyone was trying to figure out where J.J. Watt was going. Everyone, uh, we all knew that he was, okay, he's out of Houston. But now everyone's trying to think of where he's going. People are trying to say, oh, J.J. Watt's going to the Browns. Oh, J.J. Watt's going to the Packers. Oh, J.J. Watt's going to the Steelers. And people are trying to fabricate and make up stories about all of that and saying, oh, I heard from this person in J.J. Watt's camp that Pittsburgh. Oh, I heard from this person, Buffalo. Oh, well, J.J. Watt, uh, he made a Peloton account and the and the area of, of where his Peloton thing is, is in Cleveland. Same day, he posts a picture saying, source, I'm going to Arizona. So, so it just goes to show that everything's bullshit. And if Dame says that he didn't request a trade, then damn it, he didn't request a trade. Kind of like this. We're going to see Damian Lillard in a Portland uniform start next season to sum that this up with this whole saga. Yep, good points, man. I'm like, Santa, end this one off. All right. <clears throat> the whole Dame thing that you guys have said, I feel like and it's just crazy how we're talking like this after Giannis wins the championship in a small market. But the difference in the situation between Giannis and Dame won the team – Milwaukee went out of their way to build that team around Giannis. Like they, excuse me, they broke the bank. They gave Chris Milton the max. They gave J- Drew Holiday a, a fat, healthy extension. They gave Giannis his super max. They paid. They're probably about to pay Brook Lopez. They probably about to pay a whole bunch of other guys that's on the team. Bobby Portis is a free agent. They're probably gonna pay him. And Dame is like, I can't really even like put it in the words like you know free agents is not coming to Portland his best teammate had was has been Cesar McCullum and LaMarcus Aldridge prayers up to LaMarcus Aldridge with his heart condition glad that he was able to retire healthy and good you know he's dealing with that situation now prayers up because that situation gonna go really left I know it's a little bit old but it's just great to hear that he, he's in good health but Portland they've really not been able to build a legit team around Dame like the last time they had a legit team, they went to the Western Conference Finals and basically lost. They got swept because they couldn't close out the fourth quarter. Literally. If you guys remember the 2019, yeah, 2019 Western Conference Finals, Portland led the game three out of those four games in the fourth quarter. They came in the fourth quarter with the lead. So it's not like they had no chance to win. Just like they just couldn't close out. So... And it's just sad because you, we all know that Dame wants to stay in Portland. He wants to win the chair for Portland. He wants to have that legacy to find the moment, just like Giannis is having his legacy to find the moment right now. Winning in Milwaukee, when people were saying, just like Evan said, you can't win in Milwaukee. Oh, he's going to be one of those players where they're going to end up you know, going deep in the club, but they're never going to win. That was the narrative. Now that narrative is dead. So with Damien, unfortunately, He's never going to get the chance to break that narrative because, one, he's in the West. The West is cutthroat, even though the East is cutthroat, too, but the West is still the better overall conference. 
The West is cutthroat. If the and East think, won the finals next year, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to dead this whole West conversation. But hey, that's for another time. No, no, no. I think it's probably all it's as balanced as it's been in a very, very long time. That's what I was just about to say. It's almost as equally balanced as it's been in a very long time. Like the West is still better, in my opinion, it's still deeper. But the difference is not that much. It's not like, oh, the West is the far better conference. No, I don't believe that anymore. I think. Yeah, the, it's like the East is finally the East, stepping the East, up. The yeah. East has really basically almost completely filled that hole. Like the, the West East is more like mar- young, the, upcoming talent. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. West is marginally better because the West has more experience, more, yep. you know, tenor team. The East has a lot of upcoming teams that's on the rise. So, yeah. In a few years, we won't be saying a few years, it'll probably be almost exactly equal. But anyway. Yeah, like Dame is in the harder conference. He has to think about Golden State. He kept running in the Golden State, and then he ran into the Los Angeles Lakers. And in this year, he ran into a Denver Nuggets team that had the MVP, the Jokic. I wouldn't be denied in that first one series. But it's just like – Also, it's different with him because he's not young either. Like, people got to realize Damian Lillard's right. 30 years old. I believe he's 29. Yeah, that, yeah he's 29 years old. Yeah, he's going to mm-hmm. be 30 next season, next year. So, it's time. Damian Lillard's in, a, like, championship mode now. It's, it's time, man. Like, he's in and his prime. Like, he's pretty much at his peak. So, right. yeah. Yep. It's eventually going to happen. And when it happens, we're definitely going to talk about it. But <clears throat> honestly, with the whole media thing, we all know how the media likes to twist things at times. Like like Darian said, a lot of things are BS unless it comes from the most legit sources. Like, the sources that we know have all the ins and outs of the sports. So, it's just like, but the problem is, We've said this multiple times on the pod, on the podcast. People believe anything. <laughs> you know, people read something on Twitter, read something on Facebook, read something on social media. They think it's fact. And I'm just like, yo, there's a lot of people out here just misreading information and just saying things. Just like ever said, to be the first at everything. Now it's just clickbait. You know how before journalism used to be legit. You know, people used to take the time to find the accurate information. Now it's like, oh, what is the craziest, most clickbait? most insane left right wings thing you can say to get the most attention or oh, you have to be the first to do this you know everybody's trying to get that everybody's trying to get that clickbait everybody's trying to get that revenue everyone's trying to get that wow factor that shock factor it's like dang man what happened to actually caring about what you're saying and reporting i don't know why the media has changed this way over the past 10 years or so it's be literally become a bunch of hot takes and a bunch of hot plates Oh, who can say the most craziest thing that get the most attention? Come on, man. You can't be messing with information like that. But yeah, the Dame part, <clears throat> it's going to happen eventually. It has to because it's going to be truly a sad thing if Dame Lillard ends up staying his entire career in Portland, never wins. Because we know it's going to happen. <clears throat> as sad as it is, I just don't see Portland getting it. Like when Milwaukee, they will get they were basically right there. They just needed to push themselves to the next level. <clears throat> they just needed to get themselves together and say, listen, we could do this. We're going to go on this one. We're going to get this chip. Portland, they can't even do that because now they're basically a team where, like Damien said, they're not a bad team. They're a winning team. They're a team that's going to make the playoffs, but they're not a contending team. See, like we said, we said this all the time, man, and the NBA, there's different levels. There's teams that win. But then there's the actual contenders, the title contenders, the teams that we know that's going to be in the championship mix. And Portland's just simply not one of those teams. And I don't see them improving much to be that type of team. 
I think, honestly, in my opinion, the Dame Lillard backcourt has reached his apex. I don't think you're going to see much better than what we've seen already. And it's sad because you already know if they trade those two, their franchise is basically, like, done. Like, they're going to go in the deep end. But it's like, man, sometimes that's how it got to be. I think both him, I think CJ and Dame both need to be traded. They both need to go to teams where they could contend. Yeah, CJ also for sure. Yeah, he's not out there next either. Yeah, CJ is one of the most underrated players in the league Mm -hmm. because he's important. Because he's basically both deserving. I mean, yeah, like both as just as deserving. But yeah, like CJ definitely needs to be. He's going to definitely be included in that trade for sure. Like if Lillard goes, yeah, kind of like package him somehow. Sad as it is for the city of Portland and the fans, it's like man, that's just how how we build him up. Yep, we build him up for Portland soon. So Mm -hmm. I'm gonna close that. So me and everybody going to a little bit of fandom right here. Wizards oh, finally yeah, got no a head coach. Oh, they finally your bag. got they finally after all this time got a head coach. Oh my goodness! Finally got the right person. I'm like, yup, the right person, the perfect person for our team. Like me, Evan even said this yesterday. We said, what did I see happening next season? The Wizards are gonna end up like the Knicks, just with an actual respectable offense. Seems like because, you have a first start finally, honestly. Yeah, like West, West Unsell Jr. is a defensive-minded, <clears throat> hard-nosed coach that brings the best out of his forwards. I see him taking Rui and Danny Adwoodmajor. I see them taking our two recent lottery picks and turning them into studs, and I can't wait for it. It's going yeah, be, mm-hmm. like, to be such a Rory, bro, like seeing him develop, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun seeing y'all. Like, I can't wait. All right, so basically the two things we needed most in a coach are a defensive-minded coach and a coach that's dedicated to young players to, like, improving improving them and, like – Yeah, young development. Youth like, development. development. Like, we need defense and development, and Wes Unself is both. Because you, mm-hmm. look at the, you look at the Nuggets, and a big reason why they, they, were as, they were as successful as they have been the last – Two three years is because they have a good defense. Bigs and bigs too. Yep. And like and another thing that which speaks to development, you look at Denver's roster. How many like how many free agency acquisitions do you see? How many trades do you see? Like how, how many trades? The roster has really been the, almost exactly the same over the past three. They years. basically build it up. Yeah. Exactly. The, the Nuggets built their roster from the ground up. You don't do yeah, that. With, for like two or three you years. Don't, you don't do that with a coach that don't that don't develop players. Like th- this is this is what Wes Unsell can bring to us. And like and like you just said, Sanford, he's gonna bring like he's gonna bring that dog out of Rui. He's gonna bring that player out of Denny Avdi. I feel like Denny's gonna be a, the type that can really like stretch the floor. So like, oh, look at how Jokic is playing. Look gonna, how he's shoot, gonna, he's gonna well, bring no, no, that no, no, no. Daddy's not gonna be like Jokic, but like he's but gonna like, be, he's gonna, gonna be that energy. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna be a style. good he's gonna be a good three, like he's gonna be a good three player in this league. So it's like it's basically like Rui and Danny are basically gonna get what Otto and Troy Brown should have got. And I don't give a fuck what y'all say. This is what Otto and Troy Brown should have got. So I, I'm I'm really loving Wes Unselled. I Think he's gonna do great in DC, and hey, you best believe I'm gonna be at that first game. Oh no! Yeah, he's gonna actually. <laughs> hopefully, actually like, lasts in DC, man. Like, like yeah, like, like yeah. Weston Show Jr. He's not only that; he's a legacy. He, his father is one of the best Wizards players that I've ever played, and R.P. to Weston Show Senior. 
I love this game. I actually really love Wrestling Sonsini's game because he was an undersized big that was brutal, that was physical, but he got the job done. He was a star. He was a star where he does. He was an astute big. Like he wasn't, he was basically a Ben Wallace, but a Ben Wallace that had an offensive game as well. And he was a monster in the post, a devastating monster post. Like him and Heaven Hayes is probably one of the most dominant post front courts we've probably ever seen, and nobody talks about it. Evan Hayes is a very underrated player. Evan Hayes was literally a bucket getter from 10 feet in. He was a monster. So I'm happy that Wesleyan Sell Jr., he's come to the right franchise that's going to love him, that's going to appreciate him, and he's going to be able to make his true imprint and create a brand new imprint for Wizards basketball. And we're finally going to get back to the point where we were a few years ago. And, and another thing? We were on the up. We were on oh, the up. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Um, I feel like he's gonna get along real good with Bill. Yeah, Bradley Bill was actually advocating for uh West Unsell Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 what I like about this hire is one, uh, what I just stated, what I just stated um about Bill, and two, for years it seemed like the Wizards front office just it's like they didn't really listen to the fans. They didn't listen to what the public was saying about what the public thinks that needs to happen with their, with their team. They're like, oh, y'all don't know shit. You know, we're the guys that run, we're the guys that run the team. We make the decisions, blah, 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 blah. This hire says to me that When it comes to making decisions, this new GM is going to listen and is going to listen to all or mainly all opinions. Yes, sir. Shout out to Tommy Shepard. He's going to take the fans, but he's going to listen to he's going to listen to the fans and take it with a grain of salt and make his decision from there. Yeah, the fact that Ernie Grunfeld had was a was in his position of power as long as he was, it's absolutely ridiculous. That dickhead. <laughs> but, Bruh, um, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> everyone in that building hates Ernie Grunfeld. Everyone says that he ran that team into the into the uh, into the. Uh, I mean, we're, we're not, I'm not going to get into that bag, man. It's, it's, it's not a night for that <laughs> because <laughs> I know me and Evan, we could probably do half an episode alone talking about the nonsense that Ernie Grunfeld did in his tenure in DC. Najee, he did do some good things, of course. He's the one that drafted Bill. He's the one that drafted Wall. He's the one that even brought Gilbert Arenas. Even though that was more of the owner, if anything. Yeah, that was that was that I was, was about, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That you see, you see, you can, that was more of the owner of anything when it came to good with arenas. But yeah, we're not gonna get into that bag <laughs> tonight. No. But anyway, Mark, you ready, bro? Oh yeah, I'm ready, bro. As soon as you me. Yo, bro, I'm not John even about to hold you. Back in WWE, when he came back, bro, I felt like a kid again, bro. I'm not even about to hold you. Bro, it's crazy because like the crowd back too. It's like he came back at the perfect time with like fans actually back in live person. It's like that's how you're supposed to see John Cena, you know, you know, no pun intended. Yeah, but do you, yeah. You, yeah, do you know how depressing <laughs> would have been if he walked out there in the little Thunderdome, bro? That would have been trash. Exactly. 
Like, I'm glad he came back when the fans was back. It was good to see him. It's like, no, generally, like, it's good to see that John Cena still, he's looking good at his age, man. Like, yeah, exactly, God has blessed man. that man. Like, there's been so many wrestlers when they get to that, like, mid-40s, early 50s, they just start to look horrible. Like, start to look like a shell of their former self. And John Cena, he's still a good, he's still a, like, he could go in there and wrestle for another five years. Still a lot good. of wrestlers, what you get to call like that dead body or what you want to call yeah. it, bro. I hate to say yeah. it. No, Chris Jericho, he's the one good example. Like, oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. I was you trying to bring up Chris This Jer- man, bro, it's like, dang, man. This man's like, he already, I think he's like 50 now at this point, like pushing 50. But yeah. yeah, it's like compared to him, it's like John Cena is like a couple years younger. He's basically like mid 40s, but yeah, still yeah I think John Cena, he's 44, yep. 45. Yeah, for, one of those yeah that's about 43. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's him still, you know, at the energy he has and everything, and the shape right. he's in is actually it's not amazing. Even like, it's not you know? even the shape. Like, he looks good. Like, you could tell he's good. Like, look, looking yeah. at him, he looked like he genuinely wanted to be there. He was genuinely happy, happy to come happy, back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, was genuinely like, listen, I'm back at the place I belong. I'm about to do he, what I've got to do. Like, I'm, I'm yep. glad, man. She has to compete, too. Yeah, and you know what? And it's so good with the fans back. because It's good for, like, a market-wise with WWE, too, because – Fans are back. Now you have Roman Reigns, which is another big name in WWE. You know how he is. It took him a minute to try to get over. And now he finally made him like the bad guy to heal and all of that. And look at Roman Reigns. <laughs> now he's making a few with him. So look, two big names and an actual consistent person like John Cena, you know, because John Cena even said himself in his promo. Uh, he said, look, he's back. Not just a one-time thing, but, you know, John Cena, when he comes back, he says he's consistent, man. He competes. And, you know, that's like a, been a tradition in WWE for so many years. Just growing up seeing Cena on a weekly right. basis and he's been doing it for so many years so seeing him back is good for wwe and then seeing him they see it has passion for like this company and like what he's good at doing you know it's just like amazing and that few with money with uh money in the bank coming up you know that's one of the biggest most popular events in wwe with the fans back and then he wants to go out the roman reigns and everything no not money in the bank but uh i believe SummerSlam, SummerSlam coming up SummerSlam, yeah, yeah with SummerSlam, SummerSlam coming up yeah bro another one of the another iconic events like most fun events in the um, WWE, man, it's, it's going to be good to see that for like a uh, Universal Championship. So, oh yeah, for sure, man. That's yeah, gonna be a exactly. barn burn for match. This could be a lit ass match. What, it's just gonna fun seeing like heel Roman Reigns, like Roman Reigns being himself, you know, because Roman Reigns feeling like in this I don't give a fuck stage, bro. He really has like Roman Reigns and John Cena straight up said himself. Look, we all know when John Cena when he doesn't care, bro, he can straight up said himself. He came back to take care of Roman Reigns because he said Roman Reigns is the asshole. He was just being straight up. That was like, bro, I mean, I mean mind you, crowd, yeah, that was yeah. so true. I was like, you know what? You just say, look, if I'm the one that's gonna put an end in this, trust me, look, I'm not gonna be the one to like do something about it. If no one else wanna do something about it, I'm gonna be the one. And trust me, I know what I feel. Look, if anyone else, if someone's gotta give, I'm gonna be the one to give, you know. And Cena, bro, he's back. It's gonna be a good few, bro, and good promos. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's gonna man. be it's very good. entertaining. <laughs> Fine, the thing, it's like kind of like a second part of the original feud back in 20. 16, 17, one of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's kind of a continuation of that. That's what made it kind of feel full circle because it's like, out of all people, it would be John Cena that comes out and utterly shocks Roman Reigns. He's like, oh wow, oh man, what? Yeah, so it's bro. just like he. So that's, that's pretty much great. like beat everybody. It's nobody else can really match up with them. Yeah, like skill, like really like from like a, a name draw standpoint because. Those names are like the biggest draws in WWE right now. Cause you know, Brock Lesnar, he's not coming back to WWE. I don't think, I think his front is done. 
think he kind of like I don't know. Uh, if he's I think he's coming sure. back. I think it's just yeah. gonna be a while before we see. It. Like he's gonna come back yeah. like the Survivor Series. That's probably where gonna pop back. Yeah, because like because like he's still yeah. That's been a question because I think he's still trying to like do more than one thing. You know, with uh, I don't know. If he's, I think he's still trying to compete in the UFC. If I'm not uh, mistaken, with the heavyweights. I think I I don't know if I heard his name in that, but yeah, from from for like a draw standpoint, two big names like John Cena and Roman Reigns and this feud gonna be interesting because i'm definitely gonna start watching like the promos i was actually like watching wwe like i'm watching wwe promo on youtube that's the first time i did that and lord knows how long bro and know what i might actually like you know shoot he's gonna be on uh i believe smackdown i might actually tune in on a live show just because you know oh, yeah i'm, I'm happening with without, smackdown, like for that the first time good. in like years bro like probably because i don't think the last time i watched a live wwe show was probably back in 2018 when i was like yeah still in college yeah just when like a you know random night but because that's when like before uh you know, the pandemic and everything happened. That's like when I feel as though WWE, that's like his last exciting days with the fans still in. And that's when the same year of Kofi went on that following WrestleMania to like, you know, yeah. uh, win that championship, the first African-American mm-hmm. yeah, champion too. That. And that was a big, that was a good look for WWE as well. So, and now with the uh, COVID, like, you know, with like America trying to open back up and WWE allowing fans back, it's definitely like exciting, man. It's like nostalgia for real, man, for sure. Sure, for sure, man. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. But let's get into the final topic for today. The final topic to end season one of Three One Outlet Podcast has been a ride. I can't wait for season two. Season two is going to be bigger and better. Can you aspire relationship benefits without the proper commitment? And what I mean for that, there's a lot of people out here, they want to be taken, right? They want to be booed up. They want to be, you know, all that, cuffed and all that. But the problem with that is people want to be together but they don't want a commitment being they're like, yeah, can we, you know, be a thing without actually being a thing? And I just want to hear y'all take on it. I'll, I'll go last because that's something interesting to say. But what is y'all take on it? Do you think that makes sense to y'all? It's basically friends with benefits. <clears throat> that's basically what that is. And I'm gonna another phrase on there, sneaky link. Yeah. And I'm happy someone uh, else said sneaking link. I wasn't trying to say it, but go and ahead. I and I have a take on friends with benefits. I am not against it. I've had that before. Um the thing about it is you have to be very honest with the person that you're dealing with. You like if you're out here selling dreams saying yeah, I want to do this with you. I want to do yada, 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 yada. But you're not, you know, pulling that trigger. Then you're just wasting time. But if you're telling the person how you feel and where you're at, and they're like, okay, and they're comfortable still doing those things with you, then ain't nothing wrong with it. Um, however, I will say this about friends with benefits, like friends and benefits is all cool, but someone's going to catch feelings. And that's, that's kind of why, like, I'm not against it. I've done it before. However, I, I probably like, I'm very, I wouldn't say reluctant, but I'm very cautious with how I go about it. Because if if you have a friend if you have a friend with benefits and you doing everything good 
I mean, it depends on where you wanted to go and how you feel about that person. Like, cause you're doing all that. And then they get to a point to where they want to be with you. And you like, because eh. these motherfuckers crazy. But um, to answer your question, yes, you can. Like, there are people that do it. But most of the time, it's, it is one-sided. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we... You know, we doing yada, 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 but just as friends, though. And 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 this person's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm just waiting it out. You know, I want to be, you know, I want to be with them and, and blah, 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 blah. But I don't know if they're ready yet. And, you know, you'll end up finding yourself playing that waiting game, which sucks. And it's not fun. And yeah, yeah, I, I agree with uh, you, Darren. It's so funny because we talked about this a couple episodes ago too. Because yeah, I, I just read the question again. It's just like you really can't expect relationship like benefits if you're not fully committed to somebody. Because the problem with this generation, a lot of like young like millennials in this generation don't properly communicate these days of what they want from the jump, and. I don't know why people like have these expectations when like you're feeling somebody's vibe and everything. And I noticed that a lot, I see that with a lot of people talking about they just want like a vibe. Okay, you want like a vibe and everything. Granted, we all want that person. We know we can vibe with, make us feel comfortable, you know, have fun with like that special person, like to make us feel special. But at the same time, if you didn't like, when it comes to like the feelings, like feelings are no joke. Like if you're really serious about somebody, communicate what you want. Cause other than that, you're just gonna be like somebody out here looking lost and looking dumb when I'm out here, like, if you're out here doing you and the person expecting you, like, you know, to, like, you know, feeling entitled to do certain things, and when that time comes around, well, you made other plans with this person, or, like, oh, well, like, you're focused on this, or you're trying to, like, yeah, like, do this. It's, like, come on. It's just have to properly communicate, and people don't, if you don't, like, not straight up with that, it's just going to go to shit, so you just can't blame people for, like, having these sneaky links or, like, messing with multiple people when they typically never develop you know, one thing with one person gonna jump, man. That's why I'm just out here doing me, man, for real. Like, huh, I don't have time for that. We're, we're adults now. If you're not gonna properly communicate that, man, just, just don't hit my phone. It's like, no one has time for that these days. All about proper communication, man. If you're really feeling somebody, you're gonna let that be known. If you have feelings, best believe, like, I'm gonna let that be known because no one has time to play around these days. Like, we're not mid 20s. Most of us are in our mid 20s now that do us podcast, that do this podcast for sure. I don't have time for games these days, man. Yeah, man, can't expect that relationship benefits. And if you don't properly communicate it, yep, I'm going to leave it on that. <laughs> All right. So basically, what I'm about to say doesn't just apply to this situation. It applies to every aspect of life. It's one thing to want something, like it to have that sound like a good idea on paper or in your head. But if you're like, but for this situation, like you're going to want to know how to get it and how to maintain it see look a, a lot of these times this whole friends with benefits situation like the, the whole sneaky link it like it requires communication it requires trust it, it don't not necessarily love but it, it needs communication and trust 
So if you're not willing to communicate and if you're not, and if you don't trust this person, you shouldn't be hooking up with them. Cause at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, if you like, if you don't communicate or trust with this person, that means let's like be honest with yourself at that point, you're not viewing this other person as a person you're viewing them as an object for your sexual pleasure. So there's that, like, so there's that. And plus the whole sneaky link thing. And the reason why this irritates me is because the phrase sneaky link means, yeah, we like, yeah, we come together and, and like, we get busy, but at the same time, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be seen with you in public, in public. And like, so it's like, if you don't want to be seen with this person in public, then what are you doing like with them in the, in the bedroom? And like, like, and you don't see nothing wrong with this. And see, 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 because this is how feelings get hurt. Mm. Hmm. Like, I don't know, bro. It, I ain't gonna say it's just this generation because this has been going on for a minute. Like, Jerry and DC United tied the game. Hey, get get back to it though. They still stink, but um. People just more oblivious with it these days. Like probably, it's like a lot of. I don't even want to say people are more oblivious with it. I think it's just like. What am I trying to say? Certain things trying to be normalized these days. It's like a lot of things are just normalized that are just. No, I, I mean like, like it's. I mean yeah. it's cool if it's it's cool yeah. if y'all just want to be out here. If y'all just want to be out here fucking, like if that's what y'all want to do. Keep it like that, yeah. And that's, just mm-hmm. wanna, and that's just what you want to do. But what, but like, like what I was saying is like, just let your intentions be known. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I know for a fact, like I'm not gonna do nothing. Like, 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 like Evan said, I ain't gonna do nothing with someone I don't want to be seen in public with. Because if we doing all that, I mean, we're going places. Like we're like I, yeah, I do want someone to hang out. With. But yeah. but again, that's where that communication like that's where that comes in what do you really and, and then at the, and then at the same time you know what you know what what will fix all of this learn how to be alone bro yeah alone time learn, is a big like, thing like, like you don't get your like, mental just, health too that's the one like mental health yeah is important like there's nothing wrong with not fucking there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> there really is. There, there really is. Yeah, it isn't, bro. Yeah, there I really mean, like, is there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, there's nothing but, wrong with wholesome uh, people. Like it's wholesome people out here. Come on now. <laughs> but I'm gonna, uh, but, but I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Sanford go. I don't want to be too long. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's been a good topic. But yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try not to be long, but you can go all day about this, man. Man, what? And it could be a whole pod about this, which might happen in the future, but not tonight. Um, see, this thing has been going on for a long time, but the problem is now our generation, we've kind of like taking a lot of the pre-existing problems, we expanded it, and then you know, social media social media makes everything bigger than it actually is. We we're the first social media generation, and also 
we've just taken X. a lot that's of why a lot is like brand new to us the people right. yeah just taken a lot of things and just made them completely like blow them up like just those sneaky links side pieces friends of benefits that's that's part of the culture that's been part of the culture for decades where it's like now more than ever it's a normal thing you, you know how back in the day it was like you would hear like stories about it but it was not common but now that type of stuff is very 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 normal it's not weird to hear about you know somebody having a little side piece having a little friend benefits having a little sneaky link you know but me as a person i don't bond with a lot of people even though people be like oh you're such a friendly guy you're such a... i mean i am but i keep a lot of people distance like I'm like oh because i'm the only child i don't have siblings i, I grew up you know, dealing with a lot of nonsense and a lot of BS. So naturally, I kind of just give people the short arm. I don't let a lot of people in. Like, I'm, I'm cool with a lot of people, but not a lot of people are in my inner circle. So just naturally me, if you can you both. get me, if, if I can, if I, I, and so me, when I generally like someone, it's very obvious. Like, I'm straight to the point. I don't have time for games. I'm just sure you'd be like, what's popping? What's good? Like, what you about? Because I'm showing you i'm about that life like i'm i'm ready if you're not ready cool but if you are don't try and play games with me don't be on some or you don't want to be seeing me in public or you don't want to take this to the next level but you want me to commit to you and only mess with you that makes no sense because i wouldn't do that with someone i only try to commit with people that i'm serious about like the whole side piece Sneaking like all that. I'm not really with that because I know me. Once I get attached, I get attached. <laughs> like that's like I just say. I don't make bonds with a lot of people. So if I make a bond with you, yeah, as you're gonna be, I'm gonna be on some. I'm ready. So I simply just don't understand why it's such a normal thing. Like why people want to be out here. You know, saying, "Oh yeah, you know, I mess with you. I want to be around you, but I don't want to be with you." But I only want you to talk to me and I don't want you to talk to anyone else and then get mad when they bring other people around, you know, especially us guys, they bring other females around and I'm just looking like, you're the one that's on game. You say you don't want it to be a thing, but you want me to treat you like we're together. No, boo, that's not how it works. You got to take, it's either all or nothing. Ain't no 50-50 out here in that aspect. Ain't no 50-50. It's either, listen, we're going to be a thing or we're going to be friends, one or the other. Ain't no time for friends and benefits because that's when feelings get hurt because when you're around someone long enough, you get attached to them, you start to like them, and then that friends and benefit thing, it gets all muddy and confused, and then people's feelings get hurt and emotions get thrown off and men mental health gets thrown off the window. It it's too much, too much nonsense that goes into that. Like, I'd rather you just be honest with me and straight up and say, listen, yeah, you're cool. I like hanging around you. Let's be cool. Let's be friends. Cool. Like, that's what I've been saying recently. It's always good to set the boundaries from the rip. Set it from the start. Go ahead. Go ahead, Darian. Um, so I got a question. So say you and old girl, like, y'all. So just like in your case. So say you and old girl, like, y'all did have sex like and y'all do it multiple times like 
are you one to still be able to be friends with her afterwards? In my experiences, I couldn't because especially me, I'm not a person that's super sexually active. So if I have sex with you multiple times, we're a thing. There's no friendship here. We're a thing. So that's just me. I know a lot of guys, you know, they be people messing with their friends, messing with people they just hang out with, and then they can kind of keep that and not get attachment. No, that's not me. I don't be out here just messing with my friends. If I'm messing with you, having sex with me multiple times, if it's once, you know, it feels like a one night thing. That's different. But if yeah, it's a mo- that's if different it's a, though. Yeah, if it's a multiple like multiple time thing. It's like consistency. Sex, that's different. Like what? Like and yeah. talk about oh we're not together. Bro, what? That's not even plausible. Yeah, and I seen that going messy. Play. I want to. Yeah, I seen two. Yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna say no names. Because what would happen? Going, what would happen? Hold on, let me let me finish it there, and I'm gonna let you go. But what will happen after the first time, right? I'm gonna be like, oh, so we actually did this. So where's this headed? Like I'm asking questions. <laughs> I'm yeah, asking and- questions. Like I'm gonna be real. Like be like, oh, where's this headed? What we doing? Like is this going to be a thing? If it's not, then I'm cutting it off right now. <laughs> so yeah, that's just me. Me personally, I know everybody's different because you know, nowadays people be you know, and I don't knock anyone for being sexually active. I don't. But just me and someone that's not super sexually active, if we get in the cheats and we doing our thing, like after that first time, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, what, what's next? Like, and knowing me, I wouldn't put myself in a messy situation because I know myself. I would be on some, oh, so this is about to happen. So what's next from here? If it's nothing, I'm be like, hey, I'm good because I know myself. I know myself. I get attached very quickly. And it's um, hard. And and San and Sanford, like uh, I, I, there's there's two things I, I want to say. The, the first the first thing is with everything that you with what you just said is why like when I like when I said what I said like why I said like you have to be completely honest. You have like like don't and see like I and and I've been in situations where the person would tell me what they think I would want to, I would want to, to hear, to keep me around because she knew that if she had said something else, I would have left. I would have said, nah, let's just, yeah. But she wanted to keep me around. So, so, so she would say certain things knowing that that's not how she felt, which is why I say you have to be completely honest with how you feel when it comes to a friend with benefits thing. Now, I kind of agree, like, if y'all doing it multiple times and multiple times, then yeah, it, 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 it is a more than just friends thing. But if it's like once or twice, you can kind of like, just be like, all right, that happened, probably won't happen again, whatever, I'll, yeah. move, I'll, move, I'll move on. Yeah, yeah. But, um. I also um and with you, you know, with the whole like like I'm not an only child. I'm not. I have a younger brother and I have an older sister. However, I was raised alone with my mother. I mean, not, I mean my dad was there, but I lived with my mother and it was just me and her. So I was kind of raised like an only child. So as it's hard for 
as you said, it's hard for you to really get close to people. I'm the same way. Um, and I, and even like with my friendships, like with my friends, like you guys are maybe like the only one, actually you guys are the only ones that I'm really like somewhat close to because I don't get close to people. I kind of stay in my own lane and I like it like that. Some people don't understand that shit. They just see me being friends with people and they're like, oh, well, you're friends with blah, 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 blah. And I have to keep a lot, keep a, explaining. I'm just cool with them. I'm not going there. You know where I'm going, Sanford, but I'm not going. Um, oh, yeah. I, I always say there's different I, levels you, of friendship. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I yeah, yeah, always yeah, say yeah. that. Always yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but it's, but it's, but it's just it. Actually, I was, I was, I was actually going another place with it, but I'm not going to do that. Um, I think I just said all I wanted to say. I, like, at the, at the end of the day, like, you just have to be clear on what your intentions are and how you're feeling. Like, those are the two main things. And the minute that y'all don't that like y'all wants don't align, put it on halt. Because I don't want to be waiting for nobody and I don't want nobody waiting for me. Because all that is is just a waste of time. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, honestly. Oh, oh yeah, my bad. Oh yeah, I'm just ending on one last thing. So I don't want to stay on this too long, but yeah. One, uh, my main point is like, you don't buy who you're like, yeah, selling dreams, honestly, because the problem is, I know what it's like to be led on. And like, that's another thing. Don't lead people on. That's my main thing. And it happens a lot these days and people get led on too. I know what it's like and that, and I wouldn't even want to do that to nobody. And Darren made a good point. Sometimes that's why I'd rather not even get close to certain people. Cause it's just, you know, if you can't really fulfill those expectations and everything, it just sets you up for like, you know, just emotional distress, like heartbreaks and all of that. And I'm just... You know, if you're not ready for it, man, to, like for commitment, just you know, don't don't not be out there playing games, man. It's too much like going on for that. And that's all I'm gonna say. Man, I'm so done this, doing that. So man. so this has nothing to do with this topic. I just got a notification. Uh remember, I don't know if it was a month, a couple months back when we were talking about uh the White Sox player that uh got like he got um chastised by um publicly by um his manager because he hit a home run on a 3-0 count and they were up by by, by like 10 runs on an oh, unwritten rule yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Unwritten rule things mm-hmm. so the player your your main mercedes he just retired like ever since that whole situation he hasn't been the same and he and he found his way out the lineup. And I guess he just like he made a little Instagram post and he said it's over. And he he done what? he done re- yeah, yeah, he done retired. Damn, what the was it that serious? What the hell? No, <laughs> bro, bro, like, yeah, bro, bro, like, damn, bro, that, bro, that, that, bro, that I forgot all can, about that, bro. That stuff Ooh. can really that stuff can really yeah. mess with you. I it did really, I forgot all about really, that. Yeah, really I don't understand though. But that's wild to hear about that. That's actually a shock. Yeah, kind of random, but it's still a shock, though. It's just like, yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, uh, mm-hmm. 
but yeah, that was I I I just I just wanted to say that I know we got to end soon, so yeah, that's a shout. But yeah, that's that's my last thing on the other relationship thing. Yeah, yeah, on but, that that's mm-hmm. that's a big, big yeah. Yikes. Well, um, yeah. Let me end up the relationship. Yeah, I feel like if you're just honest and you're having a real conversation, you set the boundaries from the beginning. All this messy stuff will just not happen. It would yeah. just save a lot of trauma. Save a lot of mental anguish. So everybody, just be honest. And if you decide to take that venture, that's on you. <laughs> like if you decide, you want to go to toxic. Talk- I mean, if you want to go that route, yeah, that's on you. Yeah. Like in that situations, just tell yeah. them. Tell like people respect honesty. So yeah, so for mm-hmm. so so it's so it's so it's so it's just like if you're gonna be honest with with the with the, uh, be honest with them. Let them take it how they how um they want it. If they take it good, then all right. If they take it bad, that's on them. Like yeah. you told them, like you told them and how you feel. You you didn't sugar you, you didn't you know you didn't sugarcoat nothing. You just said it straight up. Look, this is where I'm at. And if they don't like that, then that's on them. That's yeah, on you them. Have to move on. Take it how you if, take it. Yeah. And that's and that's again why I said that you. If your wants don't align, let it go. Definitely. Yeah. And just Don't to end time, it off man. on the final note, man, like I said, always have a real honest conversation. People respect honesty, like Darren said, and just be, don't sell dreams. Like, just be real. Like, if you don't feel like it's going to work out, pull that person aside. Like, man, I just feel like this ain't about to really be anything. Be real. And whatever happens from that point, you 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 put all the chips on the table and you were honest from the jump. So nobody could kind of knock you for that. You know, you didn't play games. You didn't take them on the roller coaster ride, and at the end, you know, left them hanging to dry. You know, you were honest. You know, you was like, "Yeah, I tried it out, but you know, not feeling it." You know, I thought I was, but it, it happens. We're human, man. Sometimes we do things, we start things. It just doesn't work out, or it just wasn't meant to be. It happens. You gotta have it's that, nice, you know, that, that maturity level to be like, "All right, yeah, you know, this one, you know, I thought it was something, but it's not." You know, I'm gonna talk to the person. We're gonna cut it off before actual feelings get attached and then people's hearts get messed up. There's nobody, no, you don't want to be the reason why somebody get heartbroken, man. You don't want to be the reason why somebody's Honestly. mentally fucked for years. Like, that, that's ne- that's never a good feeling, man. But that's it on that. It's been a great episode. I think this is one of the best episodes we've done. This this gym was love. Yeah, it's been love. a lot of good content, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yeah, Curry. Yes, sir. We ended the season Happy. strong. Season one was a blast. Season two is going to be even better. Thank you for your support, your continued support, your continued love. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to the friends. Shout out to everyone that's always pushing the same, man. Y'all doing great content. Y'all doing y'all thing. Shout out to people sharing this, man. Getting the word out there and doing God's lovely work. Do you guys have anything to say? We cut it out for Uh... I just want to say shout out to Asia. You know, she just hit me up saying, can't wait for the next episode to drop. She just commented one of my posts. So, you know, shout out to her. Happy she's doing good. She's one of our biggest supporters. Appreciate the love and everything. Haven't seen her in a minute. Definitely got a link up soon again, for sure. Gang, gang. Yup. That's all I got to say. All positive vibes over here. Thank y'all so much for the support in season one, and I love y'all. The Los Angeles Lakers will win the 2022 NBA championship. <laughs> hey, that's not even like a joke, though. I mean, it's possible, actually. That's actually very possible. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's not a hot It's take. a funny way to say it, though. Yeah. <laughs>
like yeah, it's 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 been a vibe. It's been a great season. Season two's could be bigger and better, and it's a wrap. Yeah.